Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Channel, where every Friday we'll be covering a new installment in the classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums and shorts that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced, and no infringement is intended. Rockin baby. Rockin baby. Geeks! 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 Hello, welcome back to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment in a class of horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me at the beginning of a new era is, is Alison Holland. Hi. Alexander Chad. Yeah. The Chucky crew are back. <laughs> Team Chucky. Did it, guys. We're all together again. This is, our first, this is our second. This is only our second one, isn't it? Our story? Yep. Yeah. I think so. Very nice. People know both of your voices from many of our previous shows, which you can discover for yourselves, like archaeologists, by going to weirdgeeks.com. It's back online, Digital right? archaeologists. I think the Child's Play retrospectives is uh, some of our best work <laughs> together. It's pretty entertaining. It's maybe the best thing that us three have recorded. Yeah, together. I think so. <laughs> um, I reported... Laughs. On our previous podcast, spoiler, we no, I fucking uh, we need to get Weird Geeks back online. <laughs> it's still not online. It's ridiculous. Did we pay? Uh, yeah, I paid. That's why I said I paid. And then we needed to ask um, our dear old online friend to see if he can reactivate it. Cause it needs to be reactivated. Hello. That's stat. Get on it. Please. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Please. Because I said last week, for those of you thinking, oh, it's been a whole week and I promised it was back online last week. Guess what? We've recorded these two back to back. Hello. Uh, technically, same day. Bye. Um, but yeah, that'll be up. Go to weirdgeeks.com. You can patch out to our social medias. You can patch out to all of our previous episodes. This is our 11th season. No, 12th oh, season. 12th season now. No, Not including Star Wars and Daddy Boy, which take us up to 14. We also have a regular podcast over there just called Geeks. Geeks. Which you can listen to. Tons of great old content of us just bantering about things. We occasionally still do it. We'll definitely do some in January, end of year stuff. You know what we up. haven't talked about? What? Red Dead 2. That's true. Not enough of that. We need. We haven't actually done our uh, ending one. One day we need to do that. Ooh. We'll do that maybe in January when Finished Justin will have caught the game. up. Yeah, we'll do a big old spoiler one. But 100%. Two good ones. If you're listening to the future and Red Dead 3's out, this probably isn't very interesting. Um, we are now... Yeah, sorry. Weegeeks.com. Please do go and please do subscribe and rate to us on iTunes. It helps us out. No sponsorships, no banner ads, no trying to sell you... Uh, what, do, what do people try to sell people nowadays? Erectile dysfunction Vacuums. pills. Don't need it. I'm happy with my failures. Um, <laughs> we're going to be dealing with our first found footage franchise and... Woo! Our first foreign language franchise. Hola. In Hola. <laughs> That's a clue as to That's what language. That's a clue to the country we're dealing with. Wreck from Spain. We're going to be dealing with Wreck One. Uh, we're going to be dealing with Quarantine, the American remake, which came out the next year. Then a year after that, Wreck Two. Then a year after that, Quarantine Two Terminal. And maybe it is. We'll see. Okay. Uh, then Quarantine 3, Genesis, and then Quarantine... F- sorry, Wreck 3, Genesis, and then Wreck 4, Apocalypse. Six H- films. How did they get a remake out so quickly? We'll get there next week. But it happens quite a lot. The Silent House, I believe, the American remake started happening while the original film, which I forget which country it's from. Uh, it's like an Eastern European country. And it was in festivals. America thought it was doing well said let's remake this it's meant to be a single shot horror film mm-hmm. they did it with i think elizabeth olsen or something like that yep uh and then released it in cinemas before the original one had even come out what? ouch yeah that's a kick in the guts yep 
Uh, so yeah, Wreck turned into quarantine the next year is pretty quick. And found footage, it's quick to make found footage, let's be honest. Doesn't mean it's easy to make it good, so let's find out. <laughs> um, so we're starting with the new franchise. When we do that, we like to talk about where we're all coming from. Normally what we like to do is have one person who's the sort of the fan who knows a lot about the franchise. Another person who's maybe seen a little bit and someone who's brand new. This one's a little bit different. Now, for starters, we've dealt with American franchises before. They normally are very franchisable, and there's a lot of stories around them. This one, mm. there's not so much with yeah. the Spanish franchise. No. I am the fan. I have seen number one before. I've seen number two before. <laughs> I've seen number three before. I've seen Quarantine 1 or 2. I've never seen Wreck 4 Apocalypse. And Ooh. we'll get to why when we get there. It's not necessarily for what you might think. Um, because <laughs> the end is nigh. <laughs> You guys, Alex, you've never seen a single wreck film before. I've never seen a single wreck film. Um, you recommended it to me <laughs> a long time ago because Excellent. you know my love of uh, found footage. But I've still, yeah, this is the first time. So first it should guys. be said, you, you are familiar with found footage. I am. And yeah. if you're screaming at us going, you know, found footage, shut up. Yeah. Uh, we're going to use the terminology found footage quite a lot. I know some people get quite particular about that. If mm -hmm. it's not actually found, like, right. then they get upset. Then there's different words. We're just going to call it found footage. Let's just, just call easy. it found footage. Um, I realized that it isn't the first foreign language found footage film that I've seen. It isn't. What's the first? Troll Hunter. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Came out after this. But yeah, you've seen that before. I have seen that before. That's a fun film. A few times, actually. It's good. Oh, too many. Because I love found footage. Um, so yeah, you enjoy found footage. I we do. should be clear. You love Blair Witch. You love Paranormals. Yep. Yep. Spooky spookies. Spooky spookies. But those are both spookies. Troll Hunter is not a spooky. It's not a spooky. You enjoyed that, though? I enjoyed that. So you enjoyed? I enjoy enjoyed the genre. Excellent, excellent. And but important you to combine say, that with like Blair Witch and Paranormal, where it's ghost spookies, mm -hmm. and I am cowering in a corner. I'm You're, very scared. Yeah. yeah, well, what I've noticed with you is you are spooked by spookies. Like, yep. if it's a ghost thing, that gets to you. Oh, yeah. Which, with <laughs> this, we'll get to what it is. Um, to be clear... Those three of us doing this podcast, we will be doing Paranormal Activity next year at some point, and it'll be us three again, so we can compare and contrast found footage in America, because it should be said, Paranormal Activity came out, I think it was this year, within yeah. the 12-month bracket of Wreck. So, two very different styles of found footage franchises beginning in this year. Ali. Hi. Have you seen Wreck? No. Have you seen many <laughs> found footage movies? I have seen the, uh, the first two paranormal activities i think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the second um, one is a swimming pool <laughs> for pretty much the entire i think I, I definitely saw the first one i'm pretty sure i saw the first two um and blair witch i if i've seen it it was when i was a kid and i saw bits and pieces when my sister was watching it shouldn't have let you spooky um <laughs> so you're pretty new to found footage how did you feel about paranormal one two i liked it i remember going to the theater um, having had people tell me like, no, it's real. It really happened. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I kind of, <laughs> like, who are these liars? I, had, I am not, I don't scare very easily. And I was kind of like, no, you're definitely <laughs> you. wrong. No. And then after I watched it, there's that very clear note at the end that was mm -hmm. obviously I'm maybe for legal reasons. I have to put that yes, in. I don't know. <laughs> but it's kind of. I laughed when I saw that and went back and told my friend Shelby, who was telling me that it was true. You're an idiot. You should go see that again. That's interesting because, yeah, in our generation below, which was the one that did that, it was the yeah. first to really lie to your face with everything. Mm -hmm. And you really could fall for it because you didn't have the internet age and people weren't as cynical and Hollywood wasn't lying to you all the time. It's interesting yeah. they could still do that yeah. to some people with now, paranormal activity. Yeah, that, well, that's what I was like 
shocked that not everybody around us knew better by that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember having just, an argument with a uh, former family friend. And I say former because she was a pathological liar. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but she was convinced that Blair Witch was real. Right. And I remember getting really drawn into the to the hype at the time and the whole like marketing campaign they did. And like you said, yeah, you couldn't just go on the internet. No, yeah, um, there's no way to know. Um, Until and I remember kind of again. falling for it and then seeing an article in Rolling Stone and being like, oh, cool, that's fucking awesome. But uh, this friend didn't believe it. Hmm. <laughs> fucking idiot. You need to make a fourth Blair Witch and then we can cover the Blair Witch franchise. Yeah. Only three of them. Ooh, that means you get to watch Book of Shadows. Oh, exciting. Um, so, all right. So, Ali, I guess you're kind of our fresh eyes to found footage, at least. Yeah. Um, and Alex, you are a fan of found footage, but you haven't seen these. And I'm, yeah, I've seen too many found footage, probably like 300 found footage films. I haven't seen that um, many. A lot. They're painful, painful. This is, I don't do it anymore, but yeah, I've said before, I used to, I was trying to make a website where I covered every found footage film ever made and gave up on that. <laughs> was it called Lost Dream Found Footage? Oh, sh- oh, that would have been good. That would have been I should have done that. I'm going back. <laughs> I'm going to start again. Back on. So, Rec, I should be said, these are going to be slightly shorter as well because we don't have quite as many facts about these, to be honest. There is, however, I will say... Probably if- breathing a sigh of relief if you've listened <laughs> to our podcast before. Oh, oh, actually, I needed to... Um, sorry, I'll look Hmm. Uh, a little behind the scenes peek Uh, (laughs) I should say if people uh, enjoy this film the Blu-ray I'm not sure on the iTunes one but on the Blu-ray you get a nice 40 minute documentary on the making of this and then there's plenty of behind the scenes footage and it's pretty good it's like a really brutal here's how we did this here's how we shot stuff here's what we lied about to the actors and blah 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 it's good it's well worth watching um, I don't know if this is the term they use in uh, in Spain or in Spanish um for the term found footage when referring to the films. <laughs> but the translation on Google is metraje encontrado, which means Perfect. found footage. Perfect. Uh, wait, let me just double check I got my pronunciation right. Metraje encontrado. That's with a computer voice. That is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so before we get into anything for new to us, we like to go through the year, so we get a bit of a landscape, and then a horror. So Alex, I believe you have the top 10 box office worldwide, all those words are in the wrong order, Yep. films of the year. 2007, the year that Mr. Bean's Holiday came out, <laughs> Juno, Rush Hour 3 to wrap up that trilogy. Oh, thank um, goodness. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, I like Silver Surfer. Uh, we all like the Silver Surfer, but that movie, hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Country for Old Men. These are all films that aren't even in the top 10. Well, then give 20. us a top 10. So here's the top 10. Uh, starting at 10, 300. Mm. We've, we've done this before, haven't we? We have done <laughs> this. Did we do this before we just three weeks ago, maybe? Very recently. <laughs> so I'm trying to freshen it up. I've said my feelings <laughs> on 300. Ali, what are your feelings? I did not see it, but I remember everybody talking about the six and eight packs. Mm. Six eight, eight packs. packs. Fuck. Yeah, up to eight. Maybe oh. even a couple twelve packs. Getting just you know, all right. Are there that many? Too many supplements. <laughs> I That's wouldn't know. <laughs> should probably go to the doctor. What's the number nine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think six of those shouldn't be there. All four. You do the math. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> National Treasure, Book of Secrets, a bit of a Nick Cage. Ali, what is your feeling on this sequel? Um, I don't remember seeing it. Mm. Nick Cage had another film out this year, Ghost Rider, which came in at 24. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Bad year for comic book movies. Um, at number eight, The Simpsons movie. 
Allie, Spider Pig, how do you feel? Spider Pig. Spider Pig does whatever Spider Pig does. To anybody going to see Spider Man Into the Spider Verse this week and coming out going, oh, Spider Ham is taken from Simpsons movie, a smack in the face to you. <laughs> smack in the face to you. Well, there you go. Please continue. Straight from Al to your face. <laughs> Seven. I am legend. Allie. Allie. <laughs> you guys should just not ask me. Have you seen this? I haven't seen most Will of these. Will Smith. Have you seen I Am Legend? German Shepherd. Hmm? You've not seen I Am Legend? No. Excellent. Read the book. Fantastic. Very thin. No, honestly, brilliant book. One of the best books we've ever read. Film? I like it. Okay. I like it. I like. I like. Very nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, at number six, I think you've seen this one, Ali. Ratatouille. I have seen this one. This is Sean's favorite movie. He says he cries every of time. Of all time? That's Maybe not of all time, but... Pixar. Definitely Sean Pixar. is Ali's boyfriend for people who are like, who is Sean? He <laughs> sits in the corner of man? our room and yep. never speaks. Quiet, Sean. <laughs> you yep. should get Turned him out. one of these. <laughs> no he would hate. staring while we cast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not put my pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, he's not being harmed. He's just over there. Yeah, he's fine. He's got crisps. The handcuffs aren't that tight. <laughs> Ali. Otherwise no. he will bite. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> At number five, Transformers. Look yeah. at that timing. Well, Sean Sorry, just he just texted me. <laughs> he texts you every five minutes. <laughs> How do you feel about Transformers 1? He just one? texted me from the corner to say, stop talking about me. Um, I did Michael see Bay this. Gold. You did see this? Yeah. Definitely very Michael Bay. Shale I remember above. thinking it was cool. Mm, cool. So are you going to go and see Bumblebee this Christmas? No, probably oh, not. Falling off the cool ledge. <laughs> The last what? Transformers I mean, film I watched was the I'm last going in night. England with our friends. Sorry, what? So the last one I watched, I think it was the last one. For, the uh, last night? The last, the last one night, yeah, the last, last one. one. You should have stopped a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with our friend Ryan... Seacrest. Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> in England, he's going to be there. Uh, the guy from... Our friend from FP2, who played in Fantastic Fest alongside our film Starfish. Watch out for it. Heading to his cinemas. Um... <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> we met a friend at Fantastic <laughs> Fest with our film, and he was in the FP2. Oh, Ryan. Okay. Fuck, I forgot his second FP2? name. That's their film. Oh. Oh, this is I wasn't there. <laughs> I missed the first. You half. missed the film, but you yeah. met him. Yes. Anyway, but he's a very lovely guy. I'm gonna go. He's me. big into Transformers. I said I hate the Transformers movies, but Bumblebee looks like it might be the best one because it's the first one not directed by Michael Bay. So Thank I'm in. God. <laughs> I'm in. So we're going to go see it together in London. Oh, he's going to be in London. Very nice. Yeah, we'll bring it all together, guys. He's here. I know, but then he'll be there. And so will I. <laughs> okay. Let's continue. Hoey, hat number four, <laughs> Shrek the third. Mm, not as good as Puss in Boots. <laughs> or Shrek one. Um, at number three, the best in the trilogy. I think we can all agree. Spider-Man three. <laughs> <laughs> to which... Bit of toe for grace. There's a nice little nod to the beginning of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Really? In the first minute, I believe. Spoiler. Even 30 seconds. Nice little nod. Spoiler for the this first film? 30 seconds. Ali? Yes, I have. Is it your favorite of the Spider-Man films? No, of I don't think so. Al's <laughs> doing Tobey Maguire's dance down the <laughs> New York street. Oh, gross. I still can't decide if I like Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield better. Oh, excellent choices. Thank you know you. who's <laughs> the best Spider-Man? This one right Alexander here. Alexander Char. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody Google that. Google that Spider-Man Eclipse. Get it to a million views. Al and I will do a... 
reading the comments video. Yep, the good and the bad. <laughs> the good and the bad. We won't shy away <laughs> oh, absolutely from not. all of your hate for the lack of gloves. We, we, enjoy, we enjoy the lack of gloves. A fuck you at weirdgeeks.com email. We do. So feel free to send those. Your hate mail to do with mm-hmm. the lack of gloves. And we'll read you. it. Yeah. Once we get a million views. Uh, at number two, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Ali just watched and read all of these. What's your feeling on only Order of the Phoenix? Great. There we Fantastic. go. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Is that the uh, second last one? That is third last, third last one. Is, yeah. Penultimate to the double bill. That's right. Correct. But penultimate yeah, to the, the book. The seventh in one the that books. was split. Sure. In two. Yeah. <laughs> Who reads books? Split the books. Yeah. Who reads? Great <laughs> books. Nerd. Um, read them. Number one, giant giant franchise, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. There it is. Mm. Which came, uh, which made nine hundred sixty-three point four billion. Ah, million. <laughs> 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 it made all the money in the world. So you're all broke now. They fucking Disney took Even it. Even if you didn't see it, took your money. Ali, what horror films came out in two thousand seven? A lot. Bring it. Just go. Uh, speaking of Danny Boyle, earlier, twenty-eight weeks later. Excellent. You can hear all about it on a Danny Boyle yeah. podcast. Go to yeah. Wikipedia. Robert Cartwell. Thirty days of night. Oh no, we didn't do that one. Uh, twenty-eight weeks later. We just wanted to say. Um, Third Days of Night, based on the comic book. It's good. Yep. Fourteen oh eight. And Stephen King. Good we've you. done all this before. <laughs> just go and listen to Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's whatever. It's Speaking fine. of rep- Requiem, AVP Requiem. There it is. Go to weirdgeeks.com. Yeah, we that one. Katie's favorite. Well, listen to our wrap up where we some of us liked it more than others. We should. All I'm gonna say. We should wrap presents when we're doing wrap ups. Uh, Blackwater. Australian uh, crocodile movie. Also the Tied name the of the town in Red Dead. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Dead Silence. Should go back there. Uh, this is James Wan's first uh, doll movie before he went into making Conjuring Universe and then Annabelle and all that stuff. It was him stretching his limbs, if you will. Uh, donkey Punch. Mm. I wanted to start singing the Donkey Roll song from Popstar. <laughs> Everybody, if you don't know what Donkey Punch is. Ali, do you know what Donkey Punch is? No. But I know what donkey roll is. Don't look it up. <laughs> Google it. A video search. No, thank you. <laughs> Light of the Living Dead. Outbreak on a plane. You killed Alex. Get it together, children. Oh, God. Uh, we didn't do this Living Dead one, but hey, what? We did all the others. Um, hey, what? Romero's <laughs> Living Dead series. Me, Haruka uh, Abe, and Christina Masterson. Haruka Abe. <laughs> it's two separate. It's two different I mean, people. she's definitely got two separate personalities. So it's accurate. <laughs> hey, Haruka, love you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Frontier parentheses. Close parentheses. Frontiers. Oh, uh, may, may or may not be plural. Xavier Gans, um, yeah, French horror. It's good. New French extremism. Nasty. Bloody. Mean. Mean. The Girl Next Door. Ooh. Jack Ketchum book. Disturbing. Not an amazing film, but very good subject matter. And people love this shit. It's love it. um, very dark. Grindhouse. Ooh. Quentin Tarantino. Robert Rodriguez. Woohoo. Halloween. To Rob Zombies, you can listen to this if you go to weirdgeeks.com. <laughs> Halloween Retrospective. We've done everything, guys. Covered. The Hills Have Eyes 2. Second remake. First one was done by Alexandra Azure, which was great. This one was... <laughs> the Hitcher. Uh, yeah, Platinum Dunes remake. Don't like it. It's with Sean Bean. Yep. Not as good. The original's one of my favorite midnight movies of all time. I've only seen the remake. Chose You chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Hostel Part 2. 
Um, I will never do dust. <laughs> no, I would do them over saw. How many are there, though? Two. <laughs> so oh. we're safe. We'll never do it. It's not going to happen. No, is it three? Torture no, I think porn, it might right? be three, hostile. At its peak. Torture porn at its peak. But, you know, they're slightly more fun in those than in the saw is just bleak and miserable. Right. Whereas in the hostile ones, I hate them. But they're slightly more. They're slightly more colorful. People being stupid. Right. There's just, you know, gratuitous nudity and gratuitous fun. Whatever. Fun. Yeah. And back at this one, I am legend. There it is. There Once it is. again. Ali said all she has to on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Inside. This is actually so. This is notable. This is a French, a new French extremism as well. About the pregnant lady, someone with scissors breaks into her house to get that baby out of her. It's very nasty. It's one of the best horror films ever made, um, and it's getting an American remake at the moment that is being written by one of the directors of the film we're covering today, Wreck. Wow! Started singing the Bubbumps song. Don't when do you said it. Pregnant lady. No, well, no. It's heaven's spoken fault. Of. Okay, this next one. Heaven is a lady's name, by the way. (laughs) She's not not blaming religion. Just (laughs) the concept of... Not the angels (laughs) living in that place upstairs. Um, If I read this the way you typed it, it's... (sighs) Why does it... Look, I'm nice enough to prep these things, Alex. Do you remember when we used to do... Remember when we used to do the weekly show? Can you guess which one it is And I'd prep news for Nate or Justin, and then Mm. they'd give me shit about how I spelled it. You prep your own fucking news, guys. If Katie already did this, do you know which movie I'm about to read? I can't remember. Ake Placid 2. <laughs> the old placid ache. You can get out. I have a very <laughs> placid ache. Guess what? When we do the late placid retrospective, I'm ra- bringing you in just because of that. Can now you, spell you have it to right? watch eight late placid movies. Okay. The Mist. Stephen King. It's good. Better than 1408. Good for you. The Orphanage. Ooh. My top three horror films of all time. And coming up next year, Paranormal Activity. We're going to have to read this list again. <laughs> the, the first Paranormal Activity? Yeah. There you go. Yes, we will have to we read We will do this one again. And we'll yeah. get Alex's thoughts on each film when mm-hmm. we do them. Yeah. Um, is that it? No. This oh, list fuck. goes on forever. Hurry you up. made it. I'm the Poughkeepsie sh- Tapes. So this is notable because the director of the Poughkeepsie. Mm. It's a found footage documentary horror thing. He's going to be directing the remake of what we're talking about today next year Ooh. with quarantine. I only learned this year how to pronounce Poughkeepsie. Yeah, that, this spelling is not because it's like P O because it's like P O U G H K E E P S I. Paul keep I looked at it for a second and just had that moment of panic of like I'm gonna make a fool of myself trying to pronounce this word. Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. What else? Uh, Pumpkinhead, Blood oh. Feud. <laughs> we'll get to the Pumpkinheads one day. We knew we nearly did them right now. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing this. Resident Evil, Extinction. What do you think of this, Al? It might just be the greatest <laughs> Resident Evil movie ever made. We'll see if we ever get to Is that. Is it also when you made me play Resident Evil? Seven. Yeah, time. I did. Oh, yeah. In the VR experience? Why did, I was the first one to do kitchen VR. Mm, Everybody yeah. was too scared to do it. And I was like, I'll do it. I'm and then dead I th- inside. <laughs> I and threw the thing off <laughs> of my head. That thing was fucked. It was horrifying. Great experience, but just fucked. It's like my worst Which ties into this film today, actually, but we'll get to it later. All right. Ooh, Saw yeah. 4. I will never do the Saw films. <laughs> Deja vu. I foresaw that. <laughs> oh, the double goodness. Signal's good. It's like a collection of shorts to do with this end of the world event thing, and they all tie in together. It's actually good. Ooh. 
Uh, I believe we heard Heaven the Girl talk about this last week. Teeth. Vagina horror. Everybody loves it. This is what she vagina wants to horror. remake. You never seen Teeth? No. Is there a girl who has teeth, teeth in her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Vacancy. Yeah, it's good. All right. Wrong turn two. Dead end. We'll get to the wrong turn movies. Did she brush the teeth? <laughs> Tune in to find out. Okay. Floss? She floss? I mean, you'd be insane not to. You'd I know, right? Hygiene. Floss. Men brush. Can you imagine having to get a root canal? Oh. Or a cavity filling if you don't take care of those? All right, let's move on. All right. That's the end of your eight mile list. Would she have wisdom God. teeth? Does she have wisdom teeth? I don't. Know. Maybe like, she has room for them to grow in so she doesn't have to get them taken. Wreck! <laughs> 2007. It gets a 7.5 out of 10 on the old IMDb's. That's a good we rating. We can keep going. That is a want. high rating. It's a good, high, respectable rating. Can you guess what the budget for this movie might have been? I'm going to say... Did I say it? Three million? Oh, I was going to say way less than that. Oh. I was going to say somewhere between... Three hundred fifty and five hundred thousand. Yeah, I think you're right. It was one point seven million. I was right. <laughs> you work in movies. You budgeted. You know how much something like this would I cost. Budgeted. Do you see the prosthetic? You've been in rooms while other people are budgeted. <laughs> seen the prosthetic in this while movie? Someone was on. A, how many people are outside? Well, there's men with guns and sailing. Uh, grossed thirty-two million, thirty-two point five million worldwide. Not bad. Great return. Pretty good. Very good return. Thirty-one times its budget back, basically. Yeah. Uh, directed by now our friend Alberto, who is from the Spain. The Spain. The Spain. He Espana. sent me a little. I said to him, "How do I pronounce?" I said, "How <laughs> how do I pronounce this?" He sent it to me. I'm not going to even attempt. So I'm just going to play his little voice. Here we go. Bob or? Oh no! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong one. Uh, the bubble boobs message. Hang on. Jaume Balagueró. Jauma, Jauma. Balagueto. We're just going to call him Jauma. Jauma, Jauma. Balagueto. I might call him J-Boy. We'll see how it goes. Jauma. Uh, or boobs. Directed <laughs> by Jauma Balagueto. Now, this guy had previously... We're not going to talk about what they did afterwards, cause, but what they did before this. He did The Nameless, um, which is a Spanish thriller. Uh, I've seen it before. It's decent. It's not amazing, but it's good. Uh, he did Darkness, which has... Uh, what's her name? Anna Paquin. When Ooh. she was very young, she's in that. Uh, that was his first American language film. It was, it was again fine. It was good. And he was fragile with uh, Ali McBeal lady. What's her name? Callista Flockart. Thank you. With her, all of his films have a good mood to them. They're all kind of pretty, but not amazing. They all have a good sort of spooky vibe going on. Um, and he likes ghosts quite a bit. Um, and is also directed by a guy called Paco Plaza who did Second Name, uh, and he did Roma Santa, The Werewolf Hunt, which I have seen. I haven't seen Second Name. I have seen Roma Santa. I don't really like it very much. What's it called? Roma Santa? Yeah, it's a werewolf. I don't really like it, to be honest. Uh, so he was definitely the weak link for me. I wonder what sort of making ofs. Um, I've already forgotten how to say J-Boy's name. Kwame. Jaume. 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 J-Boy. Jay was doing most of the talking, to be fair. I feel like either he's just the more vocal of these pairing of directors, or but he definitely seems to me like he's the darker one. Um, and Paco's more a bit lighter, a bit more comic booky, a bit more sort of right. comedy. Um, I'm not wrong with that, but that's the dynamic that I get. And that might change later in their careers. Written by both of them, um, and also Luizo Badejo. I don't know 
how to Sounds say these great. names right. Luis Berdeo. Thank you. DP'd by Pablo Rosso, okay. who did second name and then would go on to shoot also a whole... The, was it actually? It was actually was him. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, and then he shoots a, a, most of both of the director's films after this. Music oh, yeah. by... Nobody. There's no music, guys. Just some sound design here and there. Uh, starring... By the cats. Manuela Velasco as Angela. Ferran Terraza as Manu. Jorge Yamam Serrano. Jorge. Thank you. As Polizia Jovan. Pablo Rosso as Pablo. Yep. <laughs> and David Ver as Alex. Did it Thank you. Can I go home? <laughs> <laughs> David so, played me well. Apparently the idea came about, they were drinking, I don't know why in their story to say, we were having soft drinks. <laughs> why is this important? Um, and they were wondering, uh, they wanted to make a horror film that was different, that allowed the viewers to live the story from inside the story as if they were an actual character in the film. Which sounds to me like they wanted to make a video game, basically. Yeah. Um, and obviously things have done this before. We should point out this is nearly nine years after Blair Witch had come out. Um, or it is something like that. Um, but yeah, in those, you definitely knew the three characters. In this one, you are essentially a character that you never really get to see mm-hmm. um, or at all. Really. At all, yeah. Um, so they thought about having a news reporter because they thought it would be a great way to do it, having someone covering that. Um, it would likely push the story along. Um, and they said, they said they wanted the story to be broadcast live. This is not broadcast live. Mm-mm. No, it's not. Definitely not. So I don't really understand. So, but maybe that's just the original idea they have. Nowadays, if you remade this again, it would be streamed for sure. Yeah. Streamed, yeah. Ooh. Uh, they first considered that they would be following policemen, uh, but then they thought policemen are a bit overused and quite often people don't like policemen. Uh, so then they thought firemen was perfect because they're seen as heroic um, and they are, uh, yeah, they're, you know, you're surrounded. They're, they're going to be physically of a certain build. They can do more sort of stunt work and things like that. Um, so they use real firemen. They use a real fire station. They wanted it to feel like a genuine TV show. So the actor, while she's done a lot of acting, she is actually a TV reporter as well. Um, so they really just wanted to be as authentic as is humanly possible. And then they came up with some titles. One was, let me run these by you. Say okay. whether they should go with any of these rather than wreck. Fireman. Out. <laughs> yes. Origin. No. No. Length, 70 minutes. <laughs> no. Get out of here. That was on the list? Yeah. In. Length colon 70 minutes, yeah. actually. I am in. <laughs> Luckily, they went with the wreck. Otherwise, who knows how this franchise would have gone. Um, so, there's Lee, the Lee characters. They cast new actors who weren't familiar with acting a lot of time. Um, and then ones who were very good at improv. Uh, they were never given a script in its entirety. They would come in stressed every day because no one would know who's going to die or what's going to happen. And they would trick them a lot. They won't allow um, her to see spaces of certain areas. Like apartments had to be left as you'd never been here before. We'll get to the ending when we get to it, but that was shot exactly how it looks in pitch black with her not being in that space using night vision from the camera. And that's it. Um, Fuck, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Unstressful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some other bits that we'll get to. They shot chronologically in order to keep that um, working. Mm. Um, and then the other stuff, we will potter throughout the film. Okay. Like I said, not much to talk about. They made a movie, guys. That's basically what happened. So we open. No 20, 20th Century Fox fanfare. No Alex. fanfare. I don't know how to feel about that after Predator. Yep. Um, we open on Angela 
she's our lead she's at the fire station already immediately we're right yeah, there so no uh even like so many found footage films have yeah. you know start with the title of like this footage was found blah 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 yeah people died yeah be sad no they just read him which i appreciate i don't like that bullshit yeah we know i I appreciated that too they were just like here it is and didn't yeah and as you continue like even in this start didn't even um give a sense of like it's going to escalate into something spooky Mm -hmm. like they really played it out that was exactly what so what they wanted was you to feel like you're genuinely watching albeit with behind the scenes footage obviously but you're watching yeah a real what it's show to be. of what yeah. their show is yeah yeah so they try it that's why they work very hard and you can tell it like most of these people are just the real people mm-hmm. um and it's interesting in that making of to see how they directed them to be honest it's, it's nice yeah. um yeah like this we're introduced to our lead character straight away she's messing up um i find this character throughout the film both annoying but in a real well, both annoying, a bit annoying but in a realistic way which i kind of like because you empathize with her but also she's got that kind of heather vibe from blair yeah. witch just keep filming just everything. keep filming <laughs> trying to like we're going to get the story sort of vibe i think that i sort of was thinking straight off the bat as well was i find when i watch found footage films i really just as a viewer i find my eyes really exploring the whole frame because hmm. often there's things that can happen Something in the background like that you might yeah. miss or little details right um and i started doing that and i was like oh shit i have to read the subtitles <laughs> and at first i was like oh is that going to be an issue mm. um um and there were bits where i did notice where i'd stopped reading the subtitles and i was kind of just exploring the frame but at the same time i never felt lost from the story yeah. yeah, I think it benefits from having a very simple story, but I think you're right. I think one of the inherent things with even a bad found footage film is that, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Normally a film is telling you, look at this, mm-hmm. camera movement, focus, lighting, whatever. Yeah, Here's the story. But in found footage, it, it requires an audience to be a participant. It's like you have to actively search things, like keep up with moving cameras yeah. and try and like be engaged. And that and just brings you more into the film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cheap way to do it, but it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the TV show is called While You Were Sleeping. And then we're immediately getting some of her sort of, whatever the word is, not nasty side, because not nasty, but like they're filming some guy and she just comes Very, over and whispers. It's like, yeah. yeah. If he's boring, just stop taping. Basically. I don't want to waste tape, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're going to follow a fire station throughout their night. Um, they're talking to, they're going around chatting to people there. Talking about how it's a lottery for when they're called out. They go to the dinner hall. Lots of dudes everywhere. And it's nice yeah, as well. they're all like, hey, hey. <laughs> Yeah, lots of dude bros. Having a very nice dinner. Plates. Nice glasses lined out. Yep. So, I don't know why. I was <laughs> very impressed. It wasn't like a... Silverware review. From yeah, it was just, you know, very well. It was a nice tablecloth. And they mm. had some bread. There was olive oil. Like... Everybody, was it really? Yeah, there was like little. I did not like, notice. They had salt and pepper things. shakers. And you really like were exploring the frame the t- <laughs> down the table. Like they each of each little groups within the sort of length of the tables had yep. their own little bottle of olive oil. They did. Yeah, Spain, you know, treat their workers right. Spoiled. Um, but yeah, we're getting a good light look for her immediately. Her playfulness and how mm-hmm. she's yeah how she's like, handles these situations. Um, then she meets Alex and is it Manu? Manu, yeah. Manu, Manu yeah. Um, Manu looks like you guys don't didn't know who this was when i asked you joe rogan who's a comedian um ufc commentator mm. podcast dude anyway, so man who's the bald one who becomes the yeah. main guy basically like so she's gonna be following mostly those two but she's just whatever's happening um they say the 70 percent of the calls they get are for water leaks rescuing pets etc etc 
Um, she says it sounds terrible, but she wants the alarm to ring. Again, just such a nice, I feel, organic way of mm-hmm. learning her personality and mm-hmm. who she is. Um, and we're kind of the same because she's basically like, you're in for horror movies? Like, well, you want something bad to happen. <laughs> uh, and why I, t- I took the time when we watched, we got to watch this one together, which was nice. Um, and I took the time because we're eight minutes in when the stuff starts to happen. That's it. And it feels like... It felt longer. Yeah. Not that it's like dragging, but it feels like, no, you've had There's some good time. There's a lot of setup, yeah. Yeah. But they can just get through a lot. There's nice, nice little moments when she goes to reception and one of the girls walks out because she's shy, which I like. And they have the stuff in the making of of how they do that stuff. Like the director would just kind of explain certain things. And then the lady was like, but I don't know how to act. What if I do this wrong? And he was like, well, if you do it wrong, we'll do it again. But don't worry, we're going to love it. And then yeah. she's like, it's just like really nice like way of working with non-actors. Yeah, it was interesting having no idea what this film was about. Mm. Um yeah, we, I, I felt very surprised as this bit went along of like, where's it going to... What's happening? Yeah, yeah what, what's, what's happening? Where's go? the spooky going to come in? Like, how is it all going to overlap? Because this bit just, yeah, felt very natural, very real, felt like we were watching this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when we do get to sort of the scene of the events, I guess, I was, I was quite surprised. Yeah. Yeah, for me, that's... I mean, and I feel that's... There's kind of two make it or break it things for me with found footage. One is, yeah, uh, do you get invested in the beginning? Because if, if it starts and it feels fake, yeah. and that can happen from, yeah, having the fucking blurb come up trying to convince me it's real, which I'm like, yeah. come on. Or the opposite, when you see it in his music and titles, it's like, well, come yeah. on. Like, you got to find that middle ground. you got to feel invested and then the ending because you're yeah. building always to an ending in a, found, in a good found footage film anyway. Like, it's those last five minutes that should be the, the only bit that really terrifies you. Mm-hmm. This one arguably definitely tries to terrify you before that a lot more than yeah. some found footage. Um yeah, the other thing that I find with found footage as well is when you when you really can read that it's actors forcing themselves to be natural. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's like, well, now you're just acting natural. Yeah. <laughs> They've been taught how to do Hollywood acting and then they're yeah. like, now I'm going to do Hollywood acting but pretending to be a real person acting. Yeah, and it's just like, no, same. that's not going to work. Very different talent. Um, and there's a reason why, yeah, people like Blowitch, like we're saying, they convinced people that it was actually real. Well, then they should have all won Oscars, but they were just good at being themselves based on camera and adapting situations. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean they can act in other situations yeah, yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it turns to night. Angela's getting a bit bored. Not much is happening. They play some basketball. And then the alarm goes off again. We're eight minutes in. They're running to the truck. Stuff's happening. Everyone looks pretty happy. They don't know what's going to be. They think <laughs> it's nothing serious. That's the kind of thing, isn't it? Someone has been a disturbance, yeah. basically. They think that somebody fell yeah someone might have fallen um yeah they don't turn on their sirens as it's not an emergency i like this stuff and this is stuff that next week we're going to be getting to the remake and going to be seeing are they going to be amplifying this stuff are they going to americanize it with like everything's gonna be go 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 sirens oh my god (laughs) maybe what let's find out uh police are well one policeman's already at the apartment building they enter and this is where we're going to spend the rest of the movie did you feel that when we got there or did you think we're going to move to other places no i felt i figured this was the the place you only have money for one set <laughs> mm. um like everything else not a set this is a real building um everything that you see in the film i was surprised that, yeah, that it happened. was this building within the city right for some reason i thought my head was like it was going to be somewhere a bit more remote remote right 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 sort of playing more to kind of i love that but i love that it's right in the city yeah in the middle me too. Of everything and you know like yeah you keep hearing these reports of people just can't get to the houses and stuff yeah um yeah, so there's one guy, one policeman said, there's all these characters already down in the lobby. We'll try and go through them a bit later, but right now it's a bit confusing. There's about six people, a couple of kids. Pretty chaotic. Yeah, yeah. 
So there was a bit here that I really liked. Um, when she walks in, there's the little girl who we later find out is Jennifer, and she's holding a camera as yeah. well, holding a hand. And she, camera. I didn't notice that. And I love that because I love the idea that there's this alternate footage of those events. That's cool. Um, I know in Cloverfield they did that. There's a bit where they're crossing the bridge before before the monster attacks, um, and there's like a bit where he crosses paths with someone else filming. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of rumors before the following Cloverfield films came out that they were going to do a sequel from that person's from perspective. From the other perspective. Yeah. yeah. It would be cool. And I just thought that was cool in this little scene of like, just just even having that idea of like, ooh, that that little detail. Like, yeah. 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 Footage of potential this. for yeah. a whole other story. Yeah. For five more films. <laughs> um, so yeah, the residents heard screams from an apartment where an old lady lives with her cats. That's about all they're saying. Um, policeman comes down the stairs and tells the residents everybody should wait down there. So then fireman and us. So I'm just going to Pablo is just us, really. Because it really is. It's like they think yeah. they want it to be us. Yep. Uh, Pablo, us, and Angela head up with him to investigate. So there's now the cop already there by the lady's door and a resident who gets sent downstairs. I think that's the landlord, isn't it? Who's with him at that point. Um, and then she starts doing her intro as they break in behind her and here's where we get the first sort of real tension thing because it's all seemed pretty fine and then suddenly you just get him smashing through the door and you realize yeah. okay like tension's but gonna she start. like jumps and screams at yeah and i really like this natural escalation because it does feel yeah very just ordinary it's like yeah. yeah this is probably what would happen um so mundanity to horror that i, I think is really cool so they go in there and they, they see her standing down. So in her apartment, we're going to go in her a few times in the film. She's got a long corridor, which they like to use quite a lot because you get to have a figure standing at the end, almost silhouetted. Mm. Um, and she looks like she's bleeding. You can't really tell cool. where from. She's in her sort of nighty, just standing cool. It's a nice first spooky imagery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the cameraman turns on his light and they just shout at him to turn it off and the camera. And she she tells him, do not stop recording or she's going to keep fucking saying yeah. throughout this whole film. <laughs> stop uh, and then the lady covered in blood guess what jumps on the policeman gets bitey bitey three men try to pull her off when they do she takes half his throat with her and then mayhem breaks out now this film feels really good at encapsulating mayhem in little yep. pockets you get these like real downtimes, and then suddenly just points where everyone's going <laughs> crazy screaming so another surprise for me was not expecting a zombie found footage not I wasn't expecting a bitey bitey yeah no are we allowed to say zombie we're, are we going to use somebody? We're going to get to this. There's a good like, string of skin as yeah. they're like pulling her off. There's like you can see her pulling like, I will, intestines. Or I will count that bite on police chief as kill one. Okay, because he will eventually die. Mm-hmm. So infected is death as well. I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So should be said within six months of this film coming out, both the Zombie Diaries, which was a UK found footage zombie film, came out, and also George Romero himself, Diary of the Dead, which you can hear on our Romero's Living Dead retrospective from WeAreGeeks.com. <laughs> Uh, also came out um, so we had three zombie found footage films in the same year however this film does like to separate itself a little bit but we'll get there when we get to the ending uh, but yes for sure this is the moment where you're like I saw this in Fright Fest and it was the moment where you didn't really know what you're getting in for and then you're like oh wow it's a zombie film and it was back when zombies were cool you know yeah. people weren't sick of them yet but even like just to, with this style like I've written in my notes here I just loved the whole setup leading to this first moment like I felt like it was so just well crafted and earned yeah and it was surprising and then i just sort of had this moment where i was like oh this is sort of like this is the sort of resident evil film that i would want to see yeah, yeah i agree well extinction 
It's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I hear you. And that that feeling sort of kept coming back to me as I was watching it. I was like, oh, this is like... Well, have you played, uh, and I think you have a little bit, the game called Outlast? Yeah, I I didn't outlast that game. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I put it away after an hour. I hated it. It's understandable. Only Um, because I was terrified. There's an Outlast 2 and 2.5, whatever, 1.5 and a 2. Uh, but Outlast 1 is, yeah, you're getting out of your car, you're going to investigate something, you have a video camera, Ali, and you're like, you are first-person game, but you're looking for your video camera the yeah, whole time. And you, mm-hmm. and you have no weapon, and all you use, yeah, is turning on to night vision, turning your light on and off, and, like, having to skulk around and hide. It's about running and hiding from things while you're kind of filming them, basically, in these <laughs> spooky places. And it's a terrifying game, just by, yeah, design. Yeah, the ability to yeah. actually do anything. This is the film that inspired that game. Yeah, Outlast was heavily, sense. heavily inspired by Wreck, and they kind of wanted to make Wreck the video game. And Wreck feels to me like, yeah, they wanted to make a video game. And in Resident Evil 7 that we're talking about with you, that was heavily inspired by what was happening with Outlast at the time. Mm. So Wreck really took from video games, and then video games took from Wreck. Yeah. It's been a nice little cycle. Um, yeah, Megan breaks out. She's screaming, take everything or I'll kill you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but she also shouts over and over she does and then they carry the wounded cop downstairs we get this nice moment as the lights go off and we're learning that's going to come back later stairwell lights are on a timer and they're going to go off um, and then we hear more cops approaching and it's very quickly escalated by the time they get downstairs residents not allowed out everything's been blocked off and a tannoy system starts talking to them saying that they've been sealed off by health security um, great simple setup and for me yeah this is the kind of thing that I'm like, I mean, I'm scared of people with guns living in LA most of the time, but I'm also always scared of sort of health risks or something like this. Like going to a yeah. building and then getting sealed in because there's some outbreak or something. It's like, it's just inherently ill. Yeah. It's also the building itself is very small and narrow. So it's already claustrophobic mm-hmm. without knowing that you're sealed in. Yeah. So that just adds to it. Um, I mean, I feel like at that point I would just be like, cool guys, I'm just going to, Go upstairs and barricade myself in my yeah yeah. I don't need to hang out. I don't need to hang out down here with you. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel they have some good. I mean, it's all it's all contrived, obviously, but they have some good natural restraints. You got a police officer who's basically they're saying, "Listen to this Mm -hmm. police officer," and he's just going to try and keep everyone in that lobby, which allows us to yeah contain parts of the story. And then you got her who just wants to film everything because she's a news reporter. It's not even like Heather where it's just like a student project. Yeah. No, this is her job. Is to this is what her passion is. Um, and I feel it allows you to do most of the tropes that you want to do. Yeah. Um, so the apartment building alone is a textile workshop in the back. So they break into that through these big shutters. Um, and then we learn that one of the women's husbands is outside. This is one whose daughter is Jennifer. He's gone out to try and get medicine for the daughter. And these nice little throwaway lines that you're not sure how important they're going to be at this point. Mm-hmm. And he can't get into the building. Uh, but you've got now a ticking time bomb of the kids hurt as well. Are you guys no? I'm not. I wasn't nervous. I'll be honest. The first time I watched it, I wasn't nervous at all about a kid to begin with. I just thought, oh, that's a good extra stress to put on the thing. So you got a kid with asthma or a kid with right. whatever. Who needs? Yeah. Access to medication that is outside. Were you immediately suspicious of him, of, of her, Ali? I know you don't like kids in films. Um. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Exactly. In this one, child actors. No, in this one, I the little girl was cool. I was not a fan of Angela Vidal. She's very annoying. Of the mother. No, the news reporter. Angela. Oh, okay. You didn't like her? No, she's very annoying. She's a little annoying. <laughs> she's a little pushy and demanding. Yeah. She's doing um, a job. Yeah, I guess she is. Um, I don't think I was suspicious until the little girl said, Mama, I'm thirsty. I was like, mm. Mm. that'll do it. <laughs> you shouldn't need Child. water. Thirst. Yeah, God damn <laughs> hydration. Mm. 
How often? How if you don't like the lead character? How are you? Because you feel like you're lead. It does not matter because you feel like you're Pablo, or is it annoying? Well, there's just so much happening that we're not. We're with her, but we're like your focus is in and out of eight million different things happening at the same time. So it's not overwhelmingly annoying. Yeah, yeah, that's something actually. When we get to end, remind me to come to back to and pay attention to because no, I agree with you. Like normally, it's a problem in the found footage if you don't like the lead because you're with them all the time. She's just there ready to push the story forward when it needs to, which means does the ending have the impact it needs to have? Because do we really give a shit? You know? Yeah. But we'll talk about I mean, that when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Early. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Then body falls straight Boom. down the center. This is a good moment. Kill two. Big old scream. Alex. Now, a loud plop. None of the actors knew this was going to happen. Fire, fire. <laughs> These are yeah, some of the fun cool. that they were that's having. Hilarious. They were filming. They would tell like they just had general rule of like things are going to happen. Just got to go with it, or whatever. And they had that all rigged up, and it just dropped and just <laughs> and just splattered blood everywhere. So that reaction's real. Love it. It's fucking great. Um, yeah, and we get nice again. We've got a natural thing here because no one want well fifty percent of the people that don't want the cameraman filming. It means when you do want to do a cut for a filmic purpose you just have someone shout cut the camera and then you get to cut mm-hmm. and turn something else yeah like they just come up with good natural solutions i feel um so it comes back on walking back upstairs alex into hood first time i noticed during the film <laughs> i like that you've got my my hood tally. i got notes <laughs> alex into hood first time in the film we're just, about 18 minutes in just for some of our listeners uh that maybe haven't heard this in the other podcast that haven't watched films with alex before. yeah when i when i watch a horror film i tend to uh, wear a hood um and if it's really scary i will slowly disappear into this hood until <laughs> just those one eyeball things. is just showing out of the hood <laughs> <laughs> this is where it began it was that guy hitting the floor and then they're going up and you're like stupid don't go up don't go up <laughs> and they enter the old lady's apartment again and again great rule of horror you create here's where your terror is coming from this one location mm-hmm. and then you keep going back to it like with intervals so every time you go back you build more and more terror of like why don't go in there yep. don't go in there don't go in <laughs> what I like about this film spoilers is that you only get one throwaway line for where the real terror is coming from, which is the attic or the, the penthouse. Uh, yeah. But because it's called a penthouse, you never think about it. If it was called yeah. an attic, then you would you go, might. oh, obviously, the guy's not <laughs> there in the attic. So is the first mention of it in this point? Was it this no, point? it's much later and they only do it once. Where, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I really, what I, one of the things I love about this film is arguably you can never guess where it's going to go because mm. they're not going to give you any of that information. They're giving you all these red herrings of there's a dog and it's going to come into play and the little girl is going to come play and the father, yeah. which we never really get a proper resolution on. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of things in the air and nearly all of them are connected, but the whole thing of it is a, ho- a whole section of the house that no one knows about, yeah. basically, which is something completely different, but we'll get there. Because yeah. they, yeah. Okay. We'll get there. I'm excited. Um, I was excited when I watched this with Katie, to be fair. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's great. Um, someone comes out running, grabbing her arm. We're going to find out this is a Colombian girl again. Yep. Another not, I mean, sort of red herring, but also not. Um, then a cop and then a crazy lady down the hallway comes out panting. Mayhem ensues again. I'll give those kill three and kill four. Three and four. Screaming lady and old lady. Oh, we'll go along with you because you are the kill keeper. Uh, old lady then screams, runs at them, so they shoot her. Nice real reactions, I feel, to shooting someone as yeah. well. Yeah. The cops are upset about it. And immediately mm-hmm. starts apologizing. Which never and happens. justifying, like, she was coming at me, she was coming at me. Yeah. Again, these are things I'm going to be looking for in that American remake. Do they keep the humanity of it all? Mm-hmm. 
Great build of tension, I feel. Um, and really nice. I noticed, Alex, you did a little chuckle. So they did this nice thing where everyone goes downstairs other than us and Angela. And she's looking at the camera. And in the background, you see the dead <laughs> old lady. The there, yeah. And then she keeps blocking the lady. Yeah. And you're thinking, aren't you? At Good. some point, she's gonna found footage yeah. she's going to move and it won't yeah. be there anymore. But nope. Yeah, I loved it. I loved that because it, I had that expectation. I, and I laughed because I was like, here it comes. This is the yeah. moment. Like, yeah, you're just and, waiting. And or just, just like at tension. least waiting to see her stir yeah, a little yeah. bit. Not necessarily um, disappear. And I, yeah, it was cool that she didn't. But yeah. they did. They but did, then she does later. They play the, yeah, that she does later. <laughs> but they did play the tension. One thing I did, I, I didn't sort of enjoy at the time. And I guess because... I was thinking like I found footage and it just felt it, so, it felt sort of weird was after that moment she's like oh let me look at the shooting again and we see it the footage get rewound rewound yeah and then watch back yep. and for me that felt like oh wait am I that doesn't actually work yeah am I, is, am I watching You're this after camera, the event yeah. now mm-hmm. or am I in the event like then it sort of it felt which also why like, like a why? weird break yeah yeah why did that? she need to yeah, because then it didn't serve it. any sort of no. purpose when she did watch it. Right. So I wrote down, okay, new element here, which I agree with you, that breaks rules. Um, but maybe they're going to do something cool with it, is what you're thinking. Yeah. But then it doesn't return for the rest of the world. <laughs> exactly. So it's very, very strange. Um, it may have just been to even add on to the tension even more of knowing that we are no longer watching the woman and she could very easily... Once we come back yeah, to that's present true. day, she Maybe. could be gone because it's enough time for her to. But disappear. I don't think it works. I don't think it's certainly worth breaking the fan footage. No, yeah, I agree. It. But maybe that was the intention. I will say, and this might not necessarily be one of them, but there are a few questions that we've already raised, and we're going to continue to raise throughout this film that will be answered in Rick Two. And there's a reason why this originally had one of its titles was Fireman. No, was Origin. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, because they already had in mind things that they were going to do next. Right. With so there are some, some seeds planted in this later, film for yeah. Rick Two. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, so they decide to jump from the office on the second floor. So they rush up there to check it out. They discuss the Colombian girl who was with the old lady in the apartment, both dead, as Alex has foretold. Now, this is one of the only points where we almost get music. There's like a throbbing sound, something comes in. It's very weird. This is sort of boom, 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 helicopter. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, is it meant to be the helicopter? Yeah, it was something outside, uh, yeah. Very, very, very sound designy, which took me out of it for a second because I don't like music in found footage films. But I felt there were some moments that felt very sound designy. Yeah. Yeah. Like moments when the sound was breaking or cutting on the camera itself. It felt very like we've designed this. Well, it's weird because she says, like, I don't know why it's tape. So I'm thinking, oh, they're actually shooting a film, but then it breaks up digital all the time. It's like, yeah, Yeah, they never come back. And there's so much footage where he, like the camera's just laying on the floors. You're like, well, you're wasting tape. (laughs) Yeah. That was, yeah. I think they just really were desperate to get her personality across in those first couple of sentences with that line, but it wasn't necessary. Um, so yeah, outside though that window, lots of guys with guns and dogs, and then sheets get thrown down over the buildings as they're like sealed in. Bit. I like yeah. the sealing the building in because when yeah. the when the drape first fell down, I didn't quite know what it was, but then as it, like it really Whoa. came like out of there, like it. shutting it in, I was like, "Whoa, that's yeah. fucked!" Like <laughs> that really sort of built that sense of like this is like really really bad. What's that? Was it? No, no, it, no. I agree. It it gets under my skin. Yeah. Um, what's that film? 
fuck there's another film i have to check it out before we get to the end around this time that deals with a much smaller version of this it's just two people in a house pretty much and something like this happens and it's yeah it's that same just that fear of just being trapped inside and you're not allowed out and no one's communicating or telling mm-hmm. you what's going on and i think it's an easy fear for people to empathize with um yeah and particularly when they're like talking over the tannoy system saying we apologize for the inconvenience yeah it's <laughs> yeah. also being polite um, and, but then, and then you immediately hear them evacuating all the civilians from the street, yeah. essentially in front of buildings nearby. So it's 2 a.m. She updates us, tells us everything that's going on. They try to bandage up the policeman who got bit injecting into the wound. We've got some nice prosthetic effects here. I don't know if you do inject Very into nasty. wounds like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy, which I think this is just a funny translation into the subtitles where they, at the beginning, they ask if there, if anybody's a doctor and he's like, I'm an intern. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. No, because he, he says it again qualified. there. He's like, I he, think it must be like a resident, like okay. a medical resident, someone like, who's been to med school, but yeah. isn't necessarily not fully trained. In. Yeah. He does list though. Like I do blood pressure. I do right, injections. Right, right. So he's like a tech or a resident or something like yeah, that. He's where a he nurse works or in something. it, but he's, he's not. not. Yeah. Like in this bit, when, when he is treating the injured, the, the setup of that, there were like three or four different shots of, and for me, it felt, I know that Angela was telling Pablo to keep shooting, but those shots felt very, Someone's yelling outside. I just got scared. <laughs> um, Go just, in the Alex just shrunk into his head. <laughs> yeah. um, those shots felt too sort of deliberate, like, oh, we're still shooting a documentary. Do you know what I mean? There no, were just a couple, mean. like three or four, and I felt it lowered the stakes a little bit for the characters. Like it just dropped the tension yeah. a little too much for me, where I felt they'd still be kind of on edge because they have just been trapped in. And yeah, it felt a little bit. Yeah, because you get a lot of downtime and everyone's just sort of chilling out, kind of thing, a little bit. And there yeah. isn't. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Like, I, as a viewer, appreciate it because yeah. when something's just at eleven the whole time, then yeah, I can't yeah, sure. fill those tension builds. Um, and it's about to break again to a, mm-hmm. into a crazy. But yeah, it is. But I feel it's also at a point of them. I don't know. You're panicking, but you're also going well. They're sending some. They've said they're sending in a health we inspector. Yeah. You know, if we just do maybe what they tell us to do then yep. you know maybe it'll be all right yeah um so yeah they start interviewing people and this is really this is something that comes at an okay point i feel you could have done a bit earlier because they're going to interview all the people who left and a lot the of them players. don't really matter it's a nice moment you bring some natural humor into it which i like uh, mm-hmm. we interviewed a doctor or intern or whatever interview uh the old couple who heard the screaming to begin with who have this great dynamic They're i enjoyed really that funny. very much so great so funny uh, they interviewed a Chinese lady with her husband and son in the background. They interview uh, the little, the ill girl, Jennifer, who then reveals that they have a dog, Max, but he's at the vet because he got sick. And then they interviewed a mother who's going to sue. <laughs> um, and then they interview Caesar, who's combing his hair for the interview and getting all sexy with his little, I'm going to call him Mustache for the rest. Yeah, I called him Mr. Mustache. <laughs> <laughs> um, he who immediately starts blaming the Chinese and their raw fish. <laughs> And they're speaking different languages. Door open. Yeah, keeping the door open. Which I read. Shouting in Chinese um, and Japanese. And Japanese, yeah. Which I read. um, How how did we say the director's name? Jame? We didn't. J Boy. Uh, um, I think it was him said that he actually had neighbors, Chinese neighbors, that kept their door open all the time. Really? And he wondered why. So he just wrote it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Write what you know. 
Uh, I enjoy these little bits of comedy. I feel it would be better served if they set up characters that I'm really going to attach to because I don't. Other than Mustache Man later. Like, I mean, I guess it's a little bit. You, you, yeah, I suppose. But I feel that you could do more with these characters because there's a lot of people. And yeah, they're never really focusing. I don't really care for any of them. I just care for the situation that I'm in as the cameraman. If you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I, and I, I felt like that bit was okay with not knowing more about them because mm-hmm. it was sort of just being because of that feeling like oh we've been thrust into this situation there's just this very real and very just eclectic mix of people who you could imagine if you lived in that building you might just see in the hall anyway and say hello to but not really know yeah and or necessarily like yeah and so i had had that feeling of like i they're f- they're familiar but i don't they're familiar, but I don't need to, like, care about them more than that. Yeah. Because we're all fucked. Like, we need to... It was, like, that sense of, like, just get, get everyone get out. I don't care who you are. Just get out. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. Cool. Um, so, the health inspector, he's about to enter. There's a possible infection in the building, and they're going to take blood samples from everyone, and then they'll let out whoever is fine. <coughs> Mr. Hasma. Oh, my God. Here comes Mr. Hazmat suit. I am affected. Mr. Hazmat. He's coming in the building with his yellow hazmat suit. Alex is some hip hop on the last one. (laughs) But he can't rap. Um, The Chinese family revealed that that she has a father upstairs who is sick. So this is really soon when we're getting a lot of balls thrown in the air. Then people start talking about like Jennifer, mm-hmm. the dog, nobody lives in the penthouse, a guy from Madrid owns it but has been hasn't been back in years. But I think it's, they purposely throw that in in a scene where so many things yeah, are looking are dangerous that you don't even think about it. Yeah. I like that. And the word penthouse again, you don't. Let's like, get up there yeah. like a hot tub. Well, spooky thing. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go hang out there. Yeah, but safe. he's got a big TV. Health <laughs> <laughs> inspector enters hazmat suits. And then we get hard cut to little Jennifer poking the camera, which I like this bit as well when, when Pablo takes face. it. Because she's on screen for a little bit before you see her move. And I was like, is this a dead person? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, he picks up the camera. He's like, someone's been touching my camera. <laughs> um, but then I thought, I remember the first time I was like, and I'm trying to think even now, does that do anything? Because at some point I thought, okay, if she's infected, she touched the camera and then that's going to like, yeah. get, you know, something like that. But no. She just wanted to upgrade her small camera. That's true. Um, See, Angela's talking to Pablo, and this is about as close as we get to having him have a personality. He kind of talks to her a little bit here, and you see his feet. (laughs) And yeah, again, Pablo is the real DP of this film. So so I always think with found footage, why don't you put your DP behind the camera? Rest in peace, Pablo. He's dead, right? (laughs) Yeah, didn't make it. (laughs) Um, Spoilers. Yes, she thinks it might be the old lady biting people's what started everything so they then sneak to film the doctor or whatever he is with the fireman policeman and hazmat guy as they're checking out those two bit there's a bit fireman and a bit police yeah. Yeah. yeah alex and the police chief thank you um i really like this bit how they sort of shoot through the little yeah window above the uh the room that they're looking in. i just wish she would shut up oh my god yeah uh, she yeah. i mean that's what Again, yes, she's doing her job, but also if she was doing her job, she would shut the fuck up and yeah. let him try to pick up sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah, is exactly. fine as a character choice. Like, but then, talking. like, oh, this is actually her personality, and she's channeled that into a job. But then it should be detrimental to her later. Which yeah. I don't know if it is. Yeah. 
So it's kind of like, no, okay. No, later she's, on, she's finally quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what sort of um, she directions she, she got from, from the writers and directors. Yeah. Of like, if they had pushed that sort of element of the character, of like, just keep talking, like, talk through this or... I mean, there definitely seems to be like quite a lot of exposition that comes from her own stuff, so mm. maybe. Yeah. Or um, if they just got all the footage back and they were like, fuck. <laughs> she doesn't shut up. She <laughs> <laughs> spoke through the whole thing. But I mean, if she was a real news reporter as well, they'd probably seen her and they'd probably, maybe it's just how she was. And mm. she'll like just be how you would be on a normal news reporter. That's thing. true, yeah. She's like, That'd very annoying. <laughs> got it. Why you see now? What is happening now? What is happening now? <laughs> Pablo, tell me what you hear. He's like, shh. Yeah, he's like, shut up. They're gonna hear you, dickhead. So, <laughs> suddenly the wounded guys come alive and start chomping down ah! on people in a room. You're not sure who got bit at that point. They come running out. Hazmat guy says, under some duress, that it infects via the saliva. Oh, and, and they trap the doctor in there. They leave yeah. the doctor yeah. in there to kill five doctors. He gets bit. Um, and I like this, which would be so easy for so many zombie films. Because you know in zombie films, it's always like, well, we need this person to change in 10 minutes. Or now we need it to be two days for whatever mm-hmm. story reason. And you're always complaining about it. And it's like, depending on your blood group, it takes different times to gestate. Easy. Done. One sentence. Boom. Then yeah. you can do what you want. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, so they get back to the lobby, block that door, try to at least. And then Hazmat Man takes off his hat because he's an idiot. Yeah. As soon as I'm you started doing that, I was like, you're still in the building, dude. Yeah, and it's not like, because you're <laughs> waiting for that scene. the hazmat suit. You want this suit to get ripped, and then him to go to try to get out, and then they go, no, we can't let you out anymore. Yeah. So then he turns against his own people, but none of that happens. And I remembered that happening mm-hmm. in my head. It seems but very it logical happen. thing to happen. And then he just seems to want to hang out. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that he like gives up that quickly. Yeah. So, oh, like, well, those right. three are locked up. I can take my suit off. Mm. <laughs> I got no friends anyway. Yeah. I didn't just tell you that we don't know how quickly people will turn. Yeah. It's a little weird. Let me just take my hat off in front of you all. But apparently it all started because they received a call last night from a vet about a dog with a strange disease. It went into a coma and then a few minutes later was revived and then started to attack the other animals. So confirmed. Confirmed. Rabies. (laughs) Yep. Vicious, vicious rabies. And then, uh, yeah, then they turn on the mother and the daughter and the mother, the daughter, then spits blood in her mother's face. She doesn't bite her mother, does she? she spits I blood. I think she does face. bite her. I thought she bites. I think she, bite she like bites, bites her cheek slash yeah. eye. Okay, okay, it's hard to tell. Blood and then goes turns around and screams, which wasn't good, best. I thought it was a good little no. scream. Oh really? But she's I've also down not here. completely in focus. Like you just see her body language. I wrote down here. Daughter good. screams, runs upstairs. Allie chuckles. Allie hates kid actors. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, have That's what I was thinking. It I was, was like, funny. I was like, this is gonna. Allie's gonna hate on this for sure. No, I liked that little scream. She like <laughs> throws her arms behind her. Like yeah. you, she's kind of blurred. So you, which I, again I think is a good thing because who knows what she was actually doing. So it's good to just like see her body language and then she like scampers upstairs. You're an interesting judge of child <laughs> acting. Why don't why didn't it was funny? Mm. Remember Alex Vincent's mm. performance? He Not led good. that first film. He did. He didn't do it well. <laughs> but he Ooh. was the lead. Alex Vincent, please come on our show. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alan, I love you. I won't be here. Don't worry. <laughs> You're an AL name. You can come replace me. How, yeah, do a show that with that us, buddy. With Alex yeah. I presume you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and crying at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, the throwing back the arms and screaming, I like that. The running upstairs, I must admit, looks a little goofy. Yeah, yeah I found. But well, that's why I laughed. <laughs> no pleasing you. So they- that's... Uh, kill 
six. Jenna, the mother? mum. Okay. Give her six. She's currently she's handcuffed to the stairs. Um, so then does that... Do we count the little girl as a kill? Since well, she's she's, if, they, if she's going to die at some point. Okay. Oh, did they even write her down? Well, because well, we don't see her film. get infected. We just, are, we just find out that no, she I don't is, sure is already I infected. It I doesn't count it pre-film deaths. Yeah. I didn't put it down. Undead is a tricky one to do, buddy. Yeah. Don't worry, I feel it you. Is. You should have been on a Romero's Living Dead one. There was no kill count and that would have got complicated. <laughs> um, yeah, what's happening? So yeah, then they all head upstairs to sedate and bring back the little girl. Seems like a bad idea. Uh, the old lady and the Colombian girl disappeared. We're back in that apartment, <gasps> back down the alley. A little corridor again. Alex, every time we get there, Alex just is like, hoods oh, up. <laughs> stop going in this fucking apartment. <laughs> Yeah, I've written Alex is back in his hood. Uh, they create a sense of dread with this apartment. Uh, but that's not where we should be worrying about. They see Jennifer. She looks cool. I like these black lenses. She's just good acting in this scene, I mm-hmm. think, where they're like face to face with her. More chuckles from Allie is what I wrote <laughs> down. The first shot of her was really cool where she was just in the, in the kind background. of... Yeah, in the background in yeah. the corridor. Yeah. yeah, that's what you're looking for in like yeah. a movie like this. You're yeah, just constantly going to be something that pops up in the hall. I like her makeup. I know the makeup artist not upset, but a little frustrated because they worked hard. And because it's found footage, it's all shaky camera. You don't see most of the good <laughs> right. prosthetics that they did on stuff. But Oh, she was transformed at this point. Yeah, she's fully gone. Yeah. Very quick, suddenly. Very quick. Must have been a blood type. And then people go mental. <laughs> people are screaming, yeah, running up the stairs. Crazy. The infected are coming through that back gate into the workshop or from the workshop. And then, yeah, another encapsulated section of just pure chaos. They can't let the mother loose. They're trying to get her free, but the handcuffs of a key and the keys with the policeman. Who why? Been, I did not understand why they were trying to get her free. Because these, these creatures are trying to break. They were basically locking because they thought maybe they didn't. I don't think they were doing it. They locked her, I thought, because she had been bitten. I think one, because she was like, hysterical oh, she because she was going to protect her daughter. And two, because potentially something she might turn, but she hadn't turned yet. And then you got zombies or whatever we're going to call them breaking out yeah. right next to us so they were like well we've got to get her out but Be- i thought she had already but been the cop infected. Had the- well I, I i thought she just had blood spit on her face which again okay. if it's spread by saliva then yeah if it got in anywhere then she's going to be but she hadn't turned and i think they're mostly doing because she was hysterical and obviously going to protect her daughter who was evil but then they stopped her anyway yeah i love this moment because they're trying to like do and i think that's great like having her handcuffed and then you're like oh shit we can't we don't have the keys and then they're trying to like get her out and then it's like just leave her and to angela's credit i feel this is the most noble thing she does she's the last person to leave her she's like we can't leave her yeah um so that and then it goes fucking crazy then the zombies come screaming up the stairs and then proper 28 days later style yeah Um, the other cop by the way was kill seven who got bitten by jennifer thank you because he, he told them to run, didn't he? Yeah. Because yeah. he was like, she bit me, she just bit me, go, run. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And then they hide in Mustache Man's apartment. Yep. As Matt Doctor is bitten, he locks himself into a weird little bit in this guy's apartment. Yeah. Which I didn't get. It had a little gate. And yeah. then a door, a glass door. Was it like there? a showerery corridor? I don't know. It was weird. Weird. There was something up about that man. Yeah. Oh, he was up to weird things for sure. Because his <laughs> mom lived there and then... He lived with his mom, but then she died and he was still there. Yeah. So you expected to see his mom just like sitting on the sofa still. Sort of <laughs> like psycho stuff. Yeah. So yeah, how the only character that we name check that we don't see is the father, yeah, of the Chinese lady. Yeah, oh, we that never is see in him. the space, yes. We never see him. We never see him. That's the only one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if he comes The back one who's confirmed point. in the building. Yeah, as in confirmed. Yeah, because we should say they went for a checklist at some point, which yeah. was important to later for where people live and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I didn't write that down because it's... 
tiring. Another one, the another person we don't see again too. is um, the Chinese couple's son. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gone. We see him when he's alive. We don't see him after that. Presumably dead. Presumably. But I didn't put him down. We didn't see it. Rules. you got to have rules, Alex. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yep. Um, so yeah, the police outside warn them to stay away from windows that will start taking dr- dramatic, drastic measures. Dramatic measures. Dramatic. And then Mustache Man says, wait, there might be a way out. There's a drain in the workshop back downstairs that may lead to the sewers, but it has a reinforced door. Yep. I was a bit confused by all of this. I guess on the way to I it? I guess from the inside, yeah. There's a key, but only the landlord has it. Now, where did we last see the landlord? The landlord was the doctor. Oh, okay. Slash intern. Slash intern. Yeah. So we last saw him trapped in the room. So wouldn't you presume... I would presume that he had the keys on on him. him. That's what I thought too. And I was like, oh, they're going to have to go back in the room. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. But instead they presume the keys are somewhere in the landlord's apartment. Mm Mm-hmm. Fine. (laughs) Uh, Bad landlord. (laughs) At the same time, hazmat guy breaks through the glass and grabs mustache. To kill eight and nine. And then, yeah, we've, we're just left with three people left, basically. Yep. We've got us, we've got Angela, and we've got... What's Manu. It? Manu. Manu. Um, okay, so we come running, and then fucking roars come from upstairs. Now, here's the thing. They're trying to remember where the landlord guy lives. Yeah. And they're going, shit, we did that list, and you said, like, which room people lived in, and they're, they're spending this great time, like, sh- screaming back and forth. They're holding a camera. They're, you recorded they it. They have already Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to do. He was going to be like, because we already did a rewind. Exactly. Yeah. So surely you introduced that. So then we could watch you rewind it to mm. see that scene again. And maybe there's something else hidden in that scene that then you notice, you know, something creepy. But no. Nope. No. Also, but Chinese dad appears. It was clearly. Kill 10. They have a whole argument about whether they're on floor two or three because the old couple is arguing about it. So you would think you would remember that conversation. Yeah. It's pretty comical. Because then they go straight to the landlord and he's like, no, no, I'm the one on three, mm-hmm. not yeah. the old couple. Yeah. Well, maybe one of them's American and they get confused between what's the first floor and what isn't. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> so at this point, um, firefighter guy is just going like ape shit. He's going crazy. He's on become on, Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. <on people>. He <laughs> breaks Chinese dad zombie's neck. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. He just starts strangling everyone. Which I don't know. Is that... A, are they confirmed kills? Does that kill these zombies? Like well, strangling them? Well, are you and- counting double kills? Or are you... Oh, are you saying that's an effective way to kill a zombie? Yeah. I mean, apparently. Yeah. But then later, there's I mean, so many faces all, when yeah, she looks down. I feel like yeah. they're not I don't know. Don't know. Uh, yeah, he seems to kill the Chinese guy. Mother comes alive downstairs because they decide they're just going to check the mailboxes, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I like this idea as well. She's just there. She's standing there handcuffed. And yeah. now she's turned to Waiting cool. for them to pass. I thought she was going to rip... Like, just rip her hand off. Like yeah. Come after them I know. I wanted something cuffs. really nasty there. But it doesn't really happen. She just kind of goes... <laughs> it's more like a kind of universal fright night kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they run upstairs. They run into Colombian girl, I think it is. Yep. Yeah. Just back strangles again. her. Comes back. Just, yeah. They just keep strangling people. Just putting everyone in a headlock. And then Angela has a good cry because she got bit. She thinks she got bit. Mm. Did she? So this is where I got very happy. <laughs> I was like, thank God. But then she. Yeah. Well, firefighter guy seemed pretty convinced that she hadn't been bit. Mm. Well, we also. I thought she had before she started shouting that because she's by. 
she's like pushing the Colombian girl off by her face. Like her palm is covering her mouth. Right. Classic tactic. I was tactic. like, don't do that. <laughs> she's going to bite you. I was looking that so she when did she said get that, bit. I but assumed she did. Yeah, I was thinking that she does. But the problem that I have with if she does You're is that they're, they're going to... Well, no, that they're going to keep hanging out with her, which you wouldn't. You just cut her fucking loose. Yeah. And... B is that it doesn't really matter because as we're about to get to the bad things are about to happen quicker than probably the infection getting to her. Yeah. Um, but, but, but yeah, Pablo is also shouting back at her. You didn't get bit. I saw. <laughs> I don't know if you can see something like, not what? happening. <laughs> you can only see something that does happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. Um, the lights go out in the stairwell as introduced earlier. Nice little spooky bit. Turn it on. Chinese woman right there. Kill 11. Great distorted sounds. Yeah. I like that. I presume they're using a the real sound design for this stuff because it really does fuck up and distort when they get it right mm-hmm. in the mics. Uh, Fireman holds her back and then mallets her in the face. Yeah. Yes. As we and Angela Aggressive. run upstairs to fucking tons of people just screaming up. I love all the screams. Yeah. I like the sounds staircase great. too. Yeah, and just that. We echo, need to go back and li- like staircase. listen to the screams over again because I swear there is a cat sound <laughs> in the sound it design of their screams. It's no, crazy. you're probably right. You are probably so right. weird. Um, yeah, I find it hard. Like I like I like enjoy zombies. Obviously, a bit tired nowadays, but I enjoy them. I prefer my shuffling zombies, but these ones are obviously more scary. Um, I don't find them that scary that often, zombies. But there are moments in this. I remember the first time in particular. Now I'm kind of, I think, kind of know where it's going. It doesn't affect me. Only the last scene affects me. But yeah. there are points in this. Is this spooky for you? Because, Ali, I don't think I've ever seen you spooked with any movie we've ever seen together. Yeah. Is any of this spooky? No. <laughs> okay, dead inside. <laughs> yeah, I'm not finding it as spooky as your Blair Witch or Paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, bear in mind, those, nothing really happens until those last five, ten minutes. Like, which, they just build, 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 build. Like, the moment, yeah, any sort of, like, paranormal ghosty stuff comes in, then I get, get get scared. But at this point, it's just, like, it's a fun sort of ride. Because this is more like, yeah, 28 Days Later feel. Yeah. Um, but found footage at this point. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, a bit more action and horror with your horror. Um, so, what happens? They, yeah, sorry, they, they go to the landlord's apartment. It's dark. TV's left on. I like this vibe. It's pretty creepy. They search for the keys. It's like, good luck. <laughs> you don't even know it's there. Yeah. Um, and then the sound suddenly warps out of the picture for no reason, but it's very cool. It doesn't need does this. <laughs> <laughs> just goes quiet. Yeah, you I didn't movie? like it. You didn't like it? <laughs> no. Like it just it. felt too contrived. Yeah, it was. I liked it. <laughs> 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 but this film plays on that all the time, I feel. It's like half real and half doing what's cool. Yeah. Right. Thing. Yeah. They find lots of keys, so they take all of them, and then I think they're going to go downstairs, aren't they? That's their mm-hmm. plan. Also, yeah. there are more keys on that ring than there are rooms in that building. Well, you know, they've got the gutter, the drain. <laughs> they got the gutter, and they've got the There's sliding the six door. units, and, and then there's the 32 thing, doors the downstairs. Hallways. It's like like your stereotypical janitor key ring for yeah. an entire school. And it's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's huge. They probably hired that prop. <laughs> um, but yeah, all of it's been for nothing, because they just look downstairs, and lots of zombies just look up and go, oh, oh. including <laughs> Manu, who has turned very quickly yeah. to 12. Yeah. I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't even notice that him disappear. I thought he was with type. them in yeah. the apartment looking. When does he disappear? With, when the mallet, when he 
when they he, leave him when he's yeah. When he's, do they fighting they, them? She hands them. him the mallet and they run upstairs. I was so confused. Kind of get going. Where is he in this apartment? Can he search him with them? And then suddenly look down. Oh, there he is. Oh. <laughs> What's going on with Manu? He's fucked. He's just pretending. If you act like you're one of them, they roll with it. So they decide instead, let's run upstairs to the penthouse because nobody's there. Everyone's running upstairs at them. They're using all these keys to try and get into it now. They get in just in time. Lock it. Darkness. Nice sort of sustained darkness for a while where she's just like screaming and crying and you hear people banging on the doors like that shit. And then Manu's, sorry, Pablo, us, <laughs> said the light fell. So then he turns it on. Did he just drop it initially? Because then he turns it on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Something like that. Like it falls off. And just fucking with her. <laughs> yeah. You keep screaming. You're a nightmare. <laughs> and that's where we have, because it's important, because you need darkness so they don't see what's around them. You deal with the situation you just had. It's, yeah, it separates. And then the light comes on. And then we see they're in a set from seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're in a room full of glass files, dirty surgical gear, thousands of photos everywhere in newspaper clipping, petri and- dishes. Lots of religious. And that's the big thing. Yeah. Lots of crosses, lots of things to do with the church. Lots of, yeah. Newspaper articles, so I was like, wait photos. a minute, is this possession or is it science? <laughs> is this <laughs> science? Um, exactly. So this is where, for me, it made me very happy. Now, I know some people, when we saw it the first time, we came out and chatted, and some people didn't even pick up, which I don't know how you can't, because a lot of crosses. <laughs> but on the religious aspect of it, but it's... I love that I'm like, okay, it's zombies, that's cool going along with zombies and then you get to the end of it and you're like wait a second yeah what is that and this whole other thing has been happening in the roof of this building and we're going to try and piece some of it together now we might not have all the answers maybe we'll get more in the sequels but pictures of the walls of praying brides it looks mm-hmm. like like dressed in white a lot yeah uh and it's mostly all this same girl yeah who looks like 14 it's like a ch- 14 a year old portuguese bride. girl or something yeah like a little girl dressed she up. She was like guess. fourteen. I think well. that's wasn't she maybe dressed for like communion? I think that's a Catholic a communion, um, maybe. Okay. Where you're when you're a certain age, you go in and it's not that you get baptized, but it's like you it's some Reaffirmed tradition Catholic kind of thing. tradition thing. Before you get into your oh, let me see. terrible years of <laughs> doing sin. Doing sin. Doing the sin. Um, and then they find a tape recorder and play it. So I didn't write down obviously everything you said, but I think I wrote down the important bits. So I wanna like pick these apart a little bit with you guys see what you're feeling so there's a voice of someone who we presume yeah. is sorry so there's an image of kids oh there you go communion yeah, yeah, like yeah. In those white dresses she's older than that though she looked like i don't know 13 14 well yeah um anyway i presume this is a doctor now he seems to have been chartered by the cat he like a doctor working with the church because he later says instructions from Rome. Yeah. At one point. So, mm-hmm. the Vatican. so here's some quotes. I've isolated the enzyme. Okay. It deteriorates in oxygen. Alex has shown us more pictures of children in white dresses. <laughs> Thank you. It's weird. Um, it deteriorates in oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we live in that. Should have a vaccine soon. Okay. So. So something bad has started happening. So he's not working on creating a bad thing. He's working on fixing, fixing yeah. something that has broken up. up in his apartment or has he fled to his apartment? This is where we're going to get to. So the enzyme, he says, is mutated. It behaves like... Um, the flu. The flu. 
this order corrected to the fly. <laughs> so it behaves like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> um, it is contagious. The telegram from Rome says the girl must die. I think this has all been a mistake. The ritual is specific. I'm going to seal the room that she is in. The seal should keep her in. God help us. Yeah. Okay, so... Something happened with this girl. Could have newspaper clippings to do with the Portuguese girl who's possessed. So clearly something happened with this girl who got possessed by a demon. Mm-hmm. Or something. The church then got involved and then tried to cure exercise it from it. It didn't work for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Presumably, and I don't know how or why, because this is what we're really going to get to, but he was involved then as a scientist to look into the science of the exorcism, I think. Like yeah. possession is something to do with religion, but also science, so you can... Yeah. And then he's identified the enzyme and then is working on a vaccine for it. Now, the first person in... Do we believe the dog is the beginning of things? I mean, obviously, this this Tells us thing otherwise. is the beginning of things. Yeah. But like, did the dog get infected, get infected first girl. and then spread it to the other apartments? I'm not sure. Did he take this little girl? Why would Rome let him take her to his apartment? Was he keeping her in his apartment? Yeah. Because the figure we're about to see, are we to presume this is the girl? That's what I thought. Well, we see two figures, no? There's two, yeah. There's one. The one in the attic is the same, because that looks like a little boy. That looks like a little boy. Oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah. The one in the attic is the boy. Okay. 100%. So there's two. Is that the Chinese boy? Who, what boy is that? I don't know. These are where many, I have a lot of questions for the end, and I always have. Um, and I know a lot. I mean, again, maybe in the sequels is going to clarify some of this stuff. But they leave you with so many questions because, yeah, it's like, is it the little girl and she's grown up and this is actually years later? That's what I assumed. Is it the little girl and she's just become warped by the experiments, whatever that's done on her? Did the little girl, what did, when he says the girl, because he says the guy's gone away for years, then has, did the guy actually go away for years and she's just been in there roaming yeah, around? Yeah, that's what I assumed. So, then, yeah, who is this little boy? So was she pregnant? The internet <laughs> says it is a little boy without clarifying who. And it says that that is the girl. It's not. It is. Oh, what? The li- oh, the, the tall creature. Yeah, the creature yeah, yeah, sure. is the But girl. not the little boy. The little boy is So who's the little boy? boy? Just confirming that there are two <laughs> separate... Because this is a problem for me. The little boy, like everything else is like, it really, really works for me because it takes it to a yeah. much darker, creepier place. I like... I'm not that scared by possession stuff, but the idea of possession then turning into, oh, you're joining zombies with possession. Yeah. I love that idea. I think that's fantastic. That they're not separate genres, you can have them together. I think it's really cool. And then they're just hinting at it, and then we'll get to the figure in a second. But that there's this little girl who's, yeah, maybe was abandoned there for years, and then she's grown up warped because of everything that's happened to her, and is obviously still possessed by something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why he would, the Rome would say, take her back to your penthouse apartment. It was like, I, yeah, loved when they got into that apartment, and it very much was like, okay, this is the, the final moment. Like, that was very clear. Um, but then there was a bit of me was like, whoa, they're like dropping in a lot of expositional so stuff here exposition. to like try and get you to sort of catch up in a way or join the dots. And, and that for me became a bit distracting where I thought, oh, well, they could have just done that through what was on the walls and kind of we piece it together. Like we don't need to know mm. everything as yeah. the audience, but we could piece it. Oh, there's some inter- inter- twining of religious sort of spiritual aspects and science and there's something fucking crazy something yeah and they've they thrown a lot up just to try yeah no i agree there's a lot of exposition it's mm-hmm. also just like having found footage within the found footage 
yeah. I'm assuming leads to a prequel or like when you said origin, I was like, oh, it's probably leading into that being the origin story of this man who was working with the right. church studying. What happened? In the yeah. Doctor here. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, just judging with the information we have here, no idea what that little boy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just to clarify then. So they're in there everything comes on they're looking around they're freaking out for me it's a great i don't know how you guys felt but i know you're saying enjoyed it but for me it's a real drop moment it's like this is the blow witch moment this is when they get to the witch's yeah. house and suddenly you go oh shit and yeah. it's so much darker than you thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. um and i still get that with this moment i love it and i'm just you're waiting you're like well even if you don't enjoy the rest of the film wait till the last five minutes because yeah, it's really yeah. fucking cool yeah the body the, the body of the creature silhouetted in, it's like, fantastic the very yeah that bit really was fucking weird. cool yeah so for me this was like hood was up i never got a full seal <laughs> this, was, this whole ending i was I almost was pretty close and we were what to be fair we had the blinds down but it was still daylight and this was one of those endings like oh i wanted it to be nighttime because it's really nasty yep. um but so yeah so just be clear they turn on they look around they listen to this uh tape an attic door suddenly opens out of nowhere uh we check it out while alex is going stupid don't look in the attic <laughs> yeah Little boy's dead. It spooks us for no reason. Drops the light again. And then he has to go into night vision. And again, this was shot for real. Pitch black. She didn't know the space. It's kind of dangerous for the actor. Um, very dangerous, really, with all the weird stuff they got there. Mm-hmm. Night vision switched on, not knowing exactly what's going to be happening all the time. And a big thing at the time, I know you looked it up, Alex. You know what it is. Well, we all know what it is. There's an actual actor. They're about to then see this creature. And at the time, you had no idea this is the kind of thing that's going to happen. Because like, you think it's a zombie film. Yeah. And then suddenly, there's a fucking monster essentially up there with them that looks like, yeah, how you would imagine. This is how I would want the Blair Witch to look if yeah. you saw the Blair Witch. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the real shocker is it is a real actor with prosthetics on. Uh, what's the name of the actor? Uh, his name is... Oh, I just had it up. Yeah, no, yeah. I ditched it. So a lot of people when we first saw this thought that this was CGI because it looks so messed up. But they're like, how the fuck did you do that? Because it's such great CGI. Uh, I have a photo here of him in the actual prosthetics in full oh light. Oh my God. And it's still terrifying. Yeah, it's fucking awful. So. He looks like a... This gaping open Dolly mouth. painting. His skin is like all yeah. melty and saggy. And- this long hair, gaping open mouth with black blood, like topless with like sagging pants and just like it's horrible like really horrible but in the best possible yeah. horror way. Javier cool. Botet so this yeah. is the person with an actual um done a lot of a lot of films yeah he has an actual I don't know what the correct words are. I yeah. know when I wrote article read articles about it he, he called it a disease but he's tried to basically turn it into a career where he does these jobs that no yeah. one else could do um but it like leaves some him sort of body yeah it leaves him very okay. elongated with huge um uh, huge hands he was the xenomorph oh, wow. in alien covenant mm-hmm. he was slender man in the slender man film oh really Makes um sense. key face in insidious yeah he yeah. was for loads of the stuff no it's great he managed to do you know like he's in the conjuring 2 the crooked man oh really oh uh, yeah oh, yeah all makes sense and but here i think it's just so effective because there's no cgi on it and you really think yeah. that, that you're like, your eyes are That's looking at it going, real. this can't be real, but it feels so real. Yeah. And it really gets under your skin with that night vision. And they have this great scene where they're trying to creep around behind her. And then she just starts screaming and yeah, running at them. Blind. And then she kills us. Yeah. And then the camera is grabbed by Angela. Um, and then... Who, instead of looking through it... Yeah, just stares into the lens. Points it at her cleavage. <laughs> like, look at me hiding under a table. Yeah. Um, and then she gets dragged away, as you'd expect. 
Mm-hmm. End credits. Rock song. <laughs> Inappropriate rock song, I'm going to say. Country rock. Yeah, I have a problem with the rock song at the end because what I love about Blow Witch is it ends and then you just get this... Woof, 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 yeah. Just this sound design for the credits and you're left with... Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> and I would have been left with that with this film, probably. If they mm-hmm. just left it in silence for the end credits, you'd be like, oh, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but instead, it's like, oh, boom, 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 <laughs> Great song. Uh, great song. <laughs> that was it. That's Wreck, guys. Woo! So, um, just a couple of notes. <clears throat> it wasn't released on DVD in the US until after Quarantine was already in theaters. It was also released within six months, like we said, of Zombie Diaries and Diary of the Dead. And uh, yeah, and the last one we've already said. So are we watching, we're watching Quarantine next, right? Well, I want to bring this this up. I want to bring this up right now because I texted you guys last night. I said, look, if we're doing these in chronological order, we're doing Rec, then Quarantine, then Rec 2, and then Quarantine 2. But I said, but there's an argument for us doing Rec and Rec 2 Mm -hmm. and then doing Quarantine and Quarantine 2. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm going to pitch to you guys now again live because Alex, you replied, so let's just do this in chronological order. I was like, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I get you. Fine. Let's do it. However, I've changed my tune. I disagree. <laughs> I've changed my tune. Absolutely. Because I genuinely feel Wreck and Wreck 2 are an almost perfect double bill. They're like one yeah. of those very rare ones. I'm not going to spoil the rest of the series, but I will say three and four are dramatically different. Right. The first two are a pairing. Yeah. Uh, they're very interlocked. And the second one is found footage. I'm going to spoil it now. Not all of the sequels we're going to get are found footage. Um, at least for the whole film, anyway. Uh, but the that next happens. one is very much the same deal. And I feel like if we next week watch Quarantine, and then the next week watch Rec 2, we're going to lose some of these details that we're focusing yeah, on right now. I agree. Let's do it then. So it makes me happy. Okay. <laughs> We've decided. <laughs> like throughout this podcast, and we're talking through the details, like I just need to see more of this. See story. what's going on. Yeah. All right. Because I'll be honest. Uh, again, I'm not going to spoil how good or bad it is, but the American remake is they take away a couple of things, but other than that, it's very, very faithful. It's right. one of those. Why did you even do this? It's just so similar. Right. Uh, that it's kind of like okay, well, we'll just spend two weeks watching the same movie yep. before we get more of the story, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Quarantine 2 has nothing to do with Rec 2 whatsoever. Okay. Completely different. Um, all right, then it's decided. But before we get to next week, we have to deal with this week, guys. Alison Holland. What's up? How did you feel about Rec? And what are you hoping for from Rec 2? Um, I really enjoyed this. Even, I like that there is so much chaos. <laughs> Just feel free to munch in the microphone. <laughs> People love eating on podcasts. <laughs> um yeah it was very chaotic i found our lead actress annoying at times but not so much so that it took me out of it if that makes sense um i really like that we never see pablo we see his feet that's about it i like the physical space that we're in i like the dynamics of all the people like it's it's very much just a random grouping of people living in an apartment which is I think true to life. Um, so I enjoyed it. And I, for the next one, I think I would like to see it carry on from this point in time. Like what happens after this story that we've just experienced. Like immediately? I, or do you want some gap? Do you want to be in the same apartments? Do you want to like... No, not I like after that footage has been found. Okay. Um, I would like maybe, I mean, we'll see after this next movie. Although maybe this is what I'm going to get. In my ideal world, it takes on after this has happened. So after they have found Pablo and Angela's 
footage. Ashes. Um, hmm? Nothing. <laughs> you said ashes. ashes. I tried to say ashes. On yeah, that after they found their ashes. Um, potentially somewhere down the line, hearing the story of the tape that they find, of the, the recording. I guess it's not a videotape. Okay. Um, so you'd like something that flashbacks por- Yeah, the bit, story but... of the Portuguese girl, everything happening in Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want that story immediately. I'd be fine if there like pieces of it are coming into play and we're finding out about it. Okay. I haven't decided whether or not I'd like a whole film about that. Okay. You sound off pretty strong then. You're feeling pretty good. Yeah. All right. Alex. Hello. <laughs> you finished munching. Yes, I have. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this film as well. I I appreciated that it it didn't play with the whole setup of like this footage was found in 2007 and here's the tape you're the first people that are going to see it blah 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 Mm -hmm. and that it just really sort of very calmly and confidently just sets it up as yeah this is the show and this is what's happening um and and i'm very surprised that you said it was only eight minutes in because that bit in a way that didn't feel like it was dragging at all but just it just felt like a it just felt like a confident, calm sort of setup of like, this is exactly what it is. Nothing crazy or spooky is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really appreciated that. And I found that I was constantly being surprised by this film because of maybe my expectations of from seeing so many found footage films of like, oh, how, how they're they going to play this or where they're going to locate this. And the fact that it gets into this city building and then that becomes contained and then you see that all happen and the tension from them just being trapped even before anything really really crazy kicks off like that was fucking cool like it's such a cool idea um i thought overall most of the acting was great as well there wasn't that sort of forced naturalism it all felt very natural and um the people felt very real and um yeah hearing about the production and and the director's deliberately you know sort of keeping them at bay as to what's going to happen and who's going to die like i think that's michael such bay. A, yeah michael bay i think that's such a great way of shooting films like this and I, that's why blair witch project was so successful i think because the reactions are real their tension yeah. was real their stress was real is it a good and fair way to treat actors <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I mean I if they know what they're getting into, yeah, I feel like because like, now they're examples. Not actually dangerous. Yeah, and um, everything so. is being thoughtfully planned. Yeah, then. I think like for me, for me speaking as an actor, sure, push me into those um, circumstances. Don't and tempt Al. But you're ex- but you're going into that willingly. That's the important yeah. thing. Again, it's consent. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with exactly. anything, it's like understanding and consent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but but as far as a way of working, I th- I think that's a a great way to create performance, and and it reflects because the the reactions and the way they they act is believable and it's it's unsettling. That's the thing with this film. I found even though I wasn't as sort of creeped out and I didn't get a full hoodie closure. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. Um, I felt very unsettled throughout the whole time right. because I felt unsettled because I was trapped in this building. I felt unsettled uh, uh, because the people were so believable. Um, and, and it was just like, like you were saying, all those dips of sort of, okay, it's just kind of calm. Let's sort of wait it out. And then it escalates and it was crazy. Yeah. And, and um, 
Yeah, and and I thought it was very interesting that the choice of making us the viewer a, a character, I guess, and being involved in that film because often with found footage, you're you're witnessing it through all the characters' perspectives, but you're not a participant. It's mm-hmm. just like literally like look what we found this is what mm-hmm. they experienced and you're seeing it through various eyes because it can change like who's filming yeah so i thought this was an interesting choice to be like okay we're going to stick with one person and that person is going to be you you're going to feel like that person the whole way through so i thought that was a really great choice the ending yes it was expositional at that point but that's when the spookiness and scares like really started to to hit me and i started to really enjoy it for those reasons i was a bit apprehensive when the monster creature came out because i think it can go two ways this without spoiling other films but like blair witch project uh the more recent blair witch paranormal activity films because you do you see the witch in the recent blair witch don't you, you see the witch or although actually i listened to podcasts recently we'll do this another time but <laughs> someone's positing that that's not the witch it's actually one of their characters through the time warp older but anyway, we'll get to it. Well, there's a bit where there's something like crawling, yeah. spider-like almost. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll do those one day. One day. And but I, yes. And I'm like, yes. yeah, and when you, when you still frame it, it, it looks similar in many ways to this. Oh, really? They're copying in this as well? But anyway, the... And then with, yeah, like Paranormal Activity, I've always... I loved Blair Witch Project because you never see anything. Yeah. And... And yeah, it cuts to credits and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, that, that's tension and that that sense of just not knowing is so scary um, that I love. And then in, in the films where it is revealed, it's often been a bit of like, oh, well, I just saw the monster. And in fact, that that makes it less scary now mm-hmm. because it's either a bit goofy or it's yeah. CGI and it doesn't look great or they just do something. So, yeah, and it kind of takes away. Whereas this... Um, was just unsettling it, and and that's what it was for me it was just like just the way that it the silhouette when it was revealed in the doorway and then the way that she wasn't immediately threatening but just like walking around in the dark blind yeah, just going and through drawers and like yeah. grabbing things just it was like just living. so unsettling and made me feel just so sick and terrified for them it also kind of made me feel like a little bit sorry for the creature yeah the yeah. creature doesn't necessarily meant to. know that yeah. they're in there yeah, and that's uh, just it's life. It and after seeing that, and... yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, go on. Did you know you just you're seeing it live yeah. its life and look for yeah what it's doing whether in the it's dark. food or you know entertainment? Who knows what it's doing? But it's uh, yeah, and that's it. And if they set it up as this, oh, this is someone that's possessed, mm-hmm. and they start going down that road, or even if you look at it, oh, this is a medical thing, and for whatever reason, this man that lives in the penthouse abandoned her. Yeah. yeah, there is this strange really sort of empathy for this yeah. this creature, this character, or this woman. Um, and it's just unsettling. And it's very hard to know how old she's meant to be by this point. Yeah. If it has just been a couple of years and she's actually yeah, only 16 or something, but because of whatever, mm. it's warped her like that. It's just like, no yeah, at least that's first silhouette. Oh, man. It's, it, it's not even shot. just this, this actor's, you know, physical... Um, uh, body? Yeah, body. <laughs> <laughs> Structure. 
it's like the physicality here, but we're just talking about it yeah. with Predator. It's like what you do with, you know, how you, like the physical performance is fantastic. Yeah. Like, like that like first that silhouette and the arms are just sort of hanging and it's like, oh, yeah. wow, it's really unsettling. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I really enjoyed all of that. And I, I, yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I thought it was a great film. Um, you know, not, not as scary as perhaps I had been expecting. Right. Um, but it really surprised me in good ways. Um, in really positive ways. Um, and that's why, yeah, you asking like, oh, well, maybe we should watch Rec 2. I'm totally on board because I just feel like, oh, now there's all these little sort of things that have been dropped in that I, I want to see explored more. Yeah. Where that's going to go, I don't... It's hard for me to... Where I would like it to go, I'm not sure. You know, maybe going back to the little girl's camera mm-hmm. would be interesting for me to see some of the overlap in the story mm. and maybe things that she had filmed. Maybe she had gone up into the attic. She knew the little boy. Like, maybe that might not be as scary because it wouldn't be a full blown uh, zombie thing because it would be about building up to that moment. But mm-hmm. getting rid of backstory and seeing those kind of maybe seeing the creature again, I don't know. I just I would like that kind of overlap. It could be cool. I already think they're in a, it's a very they're in a better and worse position because I'm yeah more spooked by those possessiony things when they're done right mm-hmm. than zombies. Zombies I just think could be fun. Yeah, but the problem is like any found footage. Name me a found footage film where the sequel's really good. Like yeah. you could say Paranormal Activity two, but Paranormal two is one of the worst. And each Paranormal Activity is a whole different family. So you get to start again each time. Yeah, here's a slow build. People realize what's going on. Spooky stuff happens. Three with Wreck. Um, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but your two options are okay, entirely different thing. In which case, every all the questions we have have to be reset because you yeah. have new people introduced to the situation. You got to build again. Or you carry on and that means you're in from the off. And if you're in from the off, then it's fucking hard yeah. to go, okay, well then how do you do character building? How do you do people? Like all our people are presumably dead. We'll see. Um, but how do you build that stuff? And how do you, yeah, like how do you get people on board again if you're just going to go straight from the off and you're in scaries and you yeah. know there's this weird creature and all this stuff straight away? Then where the hell do you go from there? It's a really tough job and I don't envy them for Wreck 2. Um yeah, it's a hard yeah. thing. I feel that there's a part of me with found footage films that I I like the idea that they don't become franchises mm-hmm. because when you get a good found footage, it just it's found it, footage is it, a slice of found yeah, footage, yeah, and it just holds up on its own, and that's yeah. sort of what it should be. Okay. Saying that, We're Paranormal the- Activity three. Is the best paranormal. Like, <laughs> spoilers too. for that series. It's the best, Dally. Um, well, yeah, my feelings are I, I really love this film. I think every time I go back to it, I think I love it a little bit more than I do. Mm. Um, and you never like, you just never get the fear. I really was that first time watching it in the cinema. I think it was a Fright Fest, but yeah, I just, the ending really got me. Like the rest of it got me from the adrenaline in a 28 yeah. days later way. And it was just like, this is cool. There's a lot of adrenaline. It's not scary, but it's a few good jumps. And then the ending just unsettled the crap out of me, and I loved it. Um, other than the rock song at the end. Um, <laughs> and I still love it. I've seen this maybe five times now. And yeah, sometimes I like it more than other times, but I always love that ending. Um, kind of similar in some ways to how we're talking about with Predator recently. Predator 1, even if sometimes I'm a bit more bored by the action stuff, sometimes I'm not, but by the time it gets to that last act, I'm yeah. all in. Um, and I'm always in with this last act. I think it's one of the, for me, it's one of the most haunting pieces of horror film making ever is this last scene like it for me is like just because your eyes 
find it hard to digest what you're seeing. It's the combination of the dark with the night vision and then a real person in prosthetics mm. that looks like that. It's hard to like take that in and understand what you're really seeing. And you do keep saying, yeah, this has to be CGI. Mm. Um, it's really fucking creepy. So yeah, I'm, I'm really love this movie and I'm happy that you guys like it because I was worried about watching you be like, me, me, me. And like, all right, well, we've got five more <laughs> films to go. Guys, Did you say, Ali, this is your first found footage film? No, I've seen, no Paranormal. I've seen Paranormal. That's the right. first. That's right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like it more or less than Paranormal? Um, came out the same year. I don't know. It did. I didn't. I didn't see Paranormal Activity until I was in high school. So it was a few years after it was. Oh, I think I probably didn't see the first one until the second one came out. And oh, then, okay, double build. Because 2007, I was in middle school. There's. Well, you I wouldn't have. Afterwards. Actually, maybe. I'd She's never seen a movie. I don't I, remember. Um, to be fair, first Paranormal Activity, what was it, $15,000 before Spielberg got involved? Probably added a bit in post. But, and this was $1.3 million. Like, kudos to Paranormal. Yeah. Um, should say right now, Rec 2 came out two years later after the American remake. Obviously, the Spanish directors were not favorable to the American remake. Um, they got three times the budget for Rec 2. So we're going to see quite a big production boost. We'll see how um, that affects the quality. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, was, I was going to go back to paranormal activity and tell a story, but I was like, I'll save that. We'll do that. Paranormal. We'll get there next year. Don't worry about it. Uh, guys, thank you very much for joining me. Appreciate it. If you're listening, please do head on over to wearegeeks.com again and uh, not dot .com again. Uh, just just dot .com. Thank you. And you can then branch out to all of our social medias. You can email us through that website or by going mail at weirdgeeks.com or fuck off at weirdgeeks.com. Um, you can fuck also... You. Oh, fuck you, is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I said it wrong last week. Fuck you. At Geeks. <laughs> Let's fuck get fuck you. off as well, shall we? Um, and you can then hit up uh, all of our personal social medias and our publisher. We are Tesla, We're a production company. We're out of London, LA, and Tokyo. We make feature films, short films, music videos, sizzled things, stuff. Uh, I intend to do interactive video games in the future. Do you know what I love? Annapurna's games, man. They keep bringing out cool ones. God damn, they're doing everything I want to do with video games. Stop eating near the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just threatening it. We just made our first feature film. It's called Starfish. If you're sick of us talking about it, then just cut off before you get to the end of the podcast because we have to promote because <laughs> it's the only way you can support us. You don't need to do it any other way than subscribing and rating. We're not doing any of this for money just because we're crazy people. Uh, but yeah, our first film, Starfish, will be out next year. You can follow... Uh, starfishmixtape.com go to that website and that'll take you to our social media show you a little teaser and let you know when theatrical things or festival things will be happening and you can catch it I'll be there a lot of the theatrical ones so you can tell me how much you love Seed of Chucky (laughs) (laughs) the greatest of the Chucky's (laughs) the greatest opening sequence Ali loves it Um, until then I am on all social medias as Mr. Al White and also on the Xbox Ali um, you should just do yourself a favor and instead of navigating to my Instagram, you should navigate to the Tiny Chef. Yeah! The Tiny, Tiny Chef, Chef Show. <laughs> Have you seen the Tiny Chef? Yeah, I'll show it me last week. <laughs> Highly yeah. recommend, everybody. Very, very funny. <laughs> you can find me at the Tiny Chef Show on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, we're out. Geeks. Geeks. Geeks.